Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 12th of March 2020. This is The Gap, episode 507. I'm Luke Laurie. Joe Gurry is here, and is it hot or something over there? What's going on? It is hot, yeah. Uh, I'm Well, I'm hot. Um, so, <laughs> this is... Don't bring shit up that nobody's going to... People don't watch the fucking YouTube. It doesn't matter. Look, it tries to be bananas. Um, but it is it is hot. Did you your voice just change? Like, did you just do something? No. What? You went like you've gone quiet all of a sudden or something. I don't know. No, should oh. be fine. Yeah, that's weird. I think yeah. I adjusted it myself. I might have been anyway. back a little bit, like back here, and then sometimes I get really close, like there. No, I've got like a I've got a uh, volume control, and I think my rock hard it. nipples. Because uh-huh. <laughs> right. you're so cold from yeah. wearing a, so fucking cold. a tank top. This is fucking chilly, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, it is hot, and um, what a rude question. What an, is it? Fucking mysterious over there. Because you're wearing a Mysterio shirt. It is very mysterious. Uh, is that a Jake Gyllenhaal Mysterio shirt or uh, someone else? I think it is. He's, he's the best Mysterio now. Yeah, it is. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. You don't even know what shirts you're wearing. You just you just have shirts. I put it. I put it on. I haven't looked into too much detail as to which Mysterio it was, but it is. I just checked, and I can confirm it is the uh, Amazing Spider-Man Far From Home. Check Gyllenhaal. Mm. Mysterio. I haven't rewatched that. I got to rewatch that movie. I think it's uh, pretty good. I, really, I fucking good. loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing um, at the cinema. So. I saw something today that they're making a live action uh, into the Spider Verse film. What? Didn't and they're they trying all... to, and they're trying to get like uh, the old Spider Man in it, like right. Andrew Garfield and stuff. Wasn't <laughs> there that, that musical? There was yeah, it was. Too many Spider Men, uh, which I only really like. There's only two reasons why I knew about that fucking musical. One, because apparently it was a box office flop and people were, like, dying. We're getting hurt set. and stuff, yeah. yeah. And two, because of uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, where they sing, they, where, like, they do yeah. sequels. Of it. That's it. That's the only reason I have any fucking reference of it. It was so <laughs> ingrained in the culture. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Um. Let's, um... Yeah. Let's talk about some games. There's a lot here. Again, things are starting to ramp up. Um, I'm looking at the list, though, and I'm very confused as to what year it is, Job. Is it 2009 over here? Why is that? Why is that? (laughs) We've got Left 4 Dead 2 on the list. That is the top of the fucking charts. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like... Did it come out in 2009? That's fucking crazy. Would have been, yeah, because... the last time we partied with the Pussy Magnet... That is Eric from Valve. <laughs> that was the, the last time, because I, I, that would have been the last time he was here. Um, the vagina Commander in Chief, the <laughs> the Titty Tudor, no Tudan. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I miss him. You know, I miss him every day. Even though, as we established last week or a couple of weeks ago, he's clearly doing nothing, like just taking a paycheck because Valve's marketing doesn't exist they put a fucking splash banner at the top of steam and they call it a fucking day um yeah still i I think he must do a lot of like producing as well he must 
Because I know he was super heavily involved in um, in Dota 2 for a long time. Right. Used to seem uh, like uh, doing a lot of interviews with uh, personalities or shoutcasters and talking about like meta stuff and not necessarily something you would ask a marketing person about. Um, yeah. I, I guess it's leaning towards a bit more PR stuff, but he seemed to know pretty intricate details in relation to the design process. So... I think he's got his hands in probably a bit of everything. Yeah, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Still, he could give us a call sometimes, you know. Would it hurt for him to call, you know? Yeah. Or email. Uh, or email. <laughs> Just send us send us some money so we can go to the strip clubs. Um, anyway, we are playing Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, and that game is pretty great still holds up i liked it more than vermintide if i'm being honest like i i i had more fun in that than vermintide um i think because because it was harder it was was definitely yeah because it was harder um and because i didn't feel like yeah i was doing stuff to accomplish anything other than like when when it reaches a certain level Mm. of tension and, and complexity you literally just do stuff to get through it like you you don't have time to focus on you know finding books or whatever the other fucking stuff we're trying to like half us doing in fucking vermintide because we didn't really understand what we were supposed to be doing but we were having like a fucking i was having a wander around in those maps those giant fucking maps trying to find them and yeah like they don't really add anything they didn't it didn't add anything except for something else to do Hmm. which we needed because the game was dull at the difficulty level that we were playing at. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Nate didn't actually make the cutoff for the next difficulty level, so we would have had to do another fucking easy run just to, to get him to the yeah. fucking... Which is just stupid. You know, like, it just... It's such a pointless gating... Uh, yeah, mechanism like if you want to no reason. give someone the opportunity to try and make it at a harder level, like don't right. gate them off because they might not be powered there. Like if you're good enough, then you should at least have some sort of chance. It just makes me wonder, like what what does that difficulty actually change? Really, right. it must purely be percentages, right? Like, yeah, I mean, but uh, what, what's to say that we don't get to that difficulty and then all of a sudden? We're like, this is still too easy for us, like because yeah. we've hit that mark, and now it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's also what I was kind of thinking. Like, if it's just changing percentages, and our mm. gear is also increasing our percentages, then all all I feel like is going to happen is we're not going to find it to be a noticeable difference, even when we do get there. Like, it will be a like it will be probably harder, but not in not appreciably like not enough for us to actually think of it as hard enough because yeah. it needs like that's the that's the thing about those swarm games is they need to be hard enough for you to feel the fucking last second panic fucking you know swinging wildly doing whatever you can someone's like in left for dead right in left for dead too when we were doing that fucking uh we had to go into that grocery store to get that dickwad his fucking 
lollies or whatever the fuck. His booze or whatever the fuck it was. I think it was cola. It was, it was cola, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like to think yeah. it's booze because nobody's like, get me some cola. Yeah, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's dumb. Like, here's your cola. Sorry it's got brains on it. Like, mm. uh, there was a lot of brains out there. Uh, the brains are everywhere at this point. Um, this is... It's R18 out here. It's clearly a PG-13 effort inside your your little hovel, but it's disgusting out here. You, <laughs> I need I need some booze now. Yeah, I need this collar to fucking mix it with some fucking terrible, like, shitty drink. Anyway, and also, um, what type yeah. of person can't carry, like, a six-pack under their arm and some sort of machine gun in the other? Why do you need both hands to carry this thing? Right? Like, ah, oh, precious cargo. Like, fucking better not shake it up too much or some shit. I don't know. It was <laughs> annoying. Anyway, uh, when we were on the way out of there, and I was carrying the fucking booze, and mm. then I got fucking jumped. I got jumped by something. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have any heels. And so that situation alone, like, we were pretty in control. And then suddenly we weren't like suddenly we were like scrambling and we were so close to our objective and it turned like it turned the tide of like turned the entire fucking mood of like but that that's the amazing thing about left for dead is that it does the ebb and flow so fucking well like we're we're fucking goofing around i've got a fucking chainsaw and i'm like just chopping in his shit and spinning around and like cutting Nate and you half the time it doesn't fucking matter and I'm like well if you don't want to be fucking chopped don't mm. go in the fucking range of my fucking chainsaw right and then like yeah goofing off and then like we get through that we're, we're in the fucking grocery store we're like oh yeah okay we gotta fucking we gotta hunker down for this swarm to finish and then we realize the swarm is probably just gonna keep coming until yeah. we find our way out we're like oh that that's it mood change right and so suddenly the mood changes from like slightly goofy to quite serious into like a harpy right and so we're on the fucking we're on the up from this goofiness and then yeah like swinging upwards and then when i get jumped with the fucking cola and you guys have to come back and one of you has to protect the other while they get me back up right mm -hmm that's it right like we're fucking at the top right we are locked in suddenly like it it doesn't have to be hard the whole fucking time it just has to have those moments where you're like fuck like we gotta fucking stop fucking about because and then after that after the fucking truck exploded we went straight back to goofing about again uh like but that's awesome that's what i want out of one of those games is that fucking swing and and ebb and flow and like it's very meta but we like we directly refer to the director like trying to fuck us right we're, we're like uh okay well we spent too long like fucking about trying to i think we were trying to get like ammo we we're all trying to cycle through some meds and ammo uh while we could and then like a, a swarm hit like about 10 seconds after we just finished dealing with another swarm we're like all right, well, I guess the director wants us to move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and so, yeah, we did. It's quite meta, but the director concept is fucking genius. Mm. Like, it works so fucking well. And uh, 
Yeah, they, they absolutely nailed it. I'm sure Vermintide has some <clears throat> form of it as well. Because I definitely felt like it did that stuff occasionally. It would do the sort of move on mechanic. Uh, and I don't think it was just a simple like camping trigger type thing. I, I, I got the feeling like it was deliberately attempting to seed specific like levels of, of monster uh at at the right moments it's mm -hmm. just that all of it was so comically simple to deal with Dude, that yeah. it didn't fucking matter right and it never like it was just uh it was either a goof session or we would like slightly slightly climb the hill just to i don't know uh, the most serious i got was when i was attempting pointlessly to out number you guys in kills uh which was just never going to happen because you guys were still on all my kills yeah and we could run away and uh split off into our own sort of little adventure and not yeah. have any problems whereas yeah. in life for dead that's a, a bit harder um especially Ooh. because it takes a lot level, more hits right? <laughs> third fourth third fourth fourth it was the last level yeah yeah um with the their campaigns they, they split up into yeah. like acts um in the yeah the car mission if anyone remembers left for dead 2 there was that thing where you had to get the nascar fueled up and um yeah yeah we got to that we i think it took like five attempts and it's because we i think that was one where they did there wasn't an ebb and flow that was sort of just supposed to be high the whole time mm. like you there wasn't really a lot of room to goof around in that one and it makes yeah, sense because no it's the yeah. last fucking it's the tense final showdown you know type thing um but yeah we split off in that one we had you up getting uh fuel cans and throwing them down hmm. that one i think like that one alone because we were playing on the what were we playing on uh difficulty above normal i think i don't know i jumped in i can't later. remember uh, but um, we're playing on that, and I think if we had had a fourth human, yeah, we would have been good. Like that technique would have been fine because it's how I remember doing it back in the day. We would have been fine, but because we had the AI and we couldn't tell the ai where to go or what to do or, or pick it up because it was basically it me up there with the ai picking them yeah. up running chucking it down and then him just following me around and so i was yeah. doing two lots at a time yeah yeah and <laughs> two lots, yeah. yeah and he was also not very good at staying near you either uh nah. he wouldn't like stay on top of you he was with you but then he'd like run back down towards us and so yeah he was kind of useless um so yeah if if like we'd had a fourth that technique would have worked but because there was only three of us i think we we may have bitten off slightly more than we could chew although we got it done um mm. yeah it was it was there was no room for fucking about uh there was no room for splitting up we literally had to all like <laughs> as a fucking death ball move from fucking fuel can to fuel can oh no and, like we we changed the what we were doing because we were originally doing death ball and yeah. we threw all the cans down there and then we ended up down the bottom again to transition to the next part and we got in a fight and then somebody shot the gas can and lit all the other gas cans up on oh, the ground 
yeah. <laughs> and then we had to start again. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was depressing. That was a bummer. Uh, I that I didn't remember you could shoot the gas cans, and yeah. I'll, I'll, I I think I must have like collateraled it with the shoddy, like a shoddy pedal it or something, because I was trying to shoot a jockey or someone, hmm. and yeah, I must have hit like a stray must have hit the fucking gas can and it, it's they take more than one shot as well so it must have they must have been taking a bit of damage but yeah that was that was a fucking bummer that was rough um but yeah that was good fun like that was a lot of fun they did they've done a really good job with that shit um yeah i, I i'm definitely uh i want to know what the left for dead 3 looks like yeah like, where what happened to that game um because <clears throat> it was definitely a thing uh but is it still a thing <laughs> i don't know maybe it's just all hands on deck with half-life alex at the moment and then they'll awesome. reassess and go back uh yeah. i mean because you could definitely do a left for dead like if they're all in with vr they could do a left for dead vr type yeah. type game um true but, uh yeah. that'd be that'd be t- like it'd be tough right because the the thing about vr is that you can't have extended sessions with it right like yeah even as a customer as i am to vr i still can't go more than i'd say 45 minutes is my limit right and also i think the big appeal of two was the multiplayer as well or even one yeah uh yeah and you, that that is maybe impossible to do with people just warping around the entire time um what do you mean warping around like the, if you've got people trying to get around the environment they've got to do the oh teleport yeah, yeah. Thing. you'd have to you'd have to it'd have to be like locomotion which exacerbates some people's motion sickness yeah. But like, yeah, you wouldn't be able to do teleport. Uh, like, Half Life Alex has three types of locomotion, but um, mm-hmm. it's got like uh, regular locomotion where you just sort of fucking walk from point to point. It's got teleport, yep. and it's got like a hybrid where you tell it where to go, and your person will physically run over there. And yeah. I suppose that's what you'd have to do. And I guess the big test will be whether or not that makes people feel as motion sick as um as like regular mo- locomotion does right like because sure. if if they can do teleport without it making people feel uh, sorry teleport move like teleport regular the hybrid right if they can do that then i think that would work for left 4 dead 3 or left 4 dead mm. vr rather but yeah, you couldn't have teleport. I remember playing um, Rec Room, which is sort of like a it's a free to play like mini game, uh, a fest, right? And uh, yeah. I was playing dodgeball, and uh, yeah, I I wound up stopping like not playing anymore because like everyone was annoyed because i was using teleport locomotion because regular locomotion made me vomit and as soon as i worked out what they were upset about because i was teleporting out of the way of fucking balls and they couldn't fucking hit me i'm like all oh, right yeah no that's fair fair enough oh bow um yeah like I, I wasn't trying to dick anyone about i just 
yeah the the other thing is there are versions like um what's that game boneworks boneworks uses regular locomotion but doesn't make me feel motion sick and mm -hmm. i have no idea why right like well it does make me feel motion sick in other games doesn't make me feel sick in boneworks there must be something going on there right so if they can so like the speed of it or something yeah maybe or like yeah i've got no idea i've got no idea but like yeah they did a good job with it in that anyway um hmm. i'd prefer left of Dead 3 to be a regular pc game and i'd yeah. really love to play it that'd be fucking sick i mean yeah i think that's the way to go about it like a a, a follow-up to the last game and i think it definitely could be done you look at you look at like where um dead by daylight is these days yeah and how successful that is as a, as a multiplayer this like asymmetrical multiplayer game um that is they just released a brand new update um i think today yesterday something like that or they were about to release one right and uh that game is still like extremely popular on steam um it's at its highest player count ever at the moment um so yeah that, like people are definitely looking for those style of games where uh the there's like two different sides to the uh you know what you can do um so left for dead was one of those sort of things where the humans could you know shoot at, at zombies and whatnot but the, the zombies had all these weird abilities and could respawn into weird places and um so i i don't there's not a lot of games out there that's sort of doing that stuff has tried it but like your evolve and and that sort of thing but um like i don't know how popular left for dead is at the moment i can take a quick look but I would think it's still got people playing. There were servers up when we yeah, were playing the other day. Up. Yeah, well, I mean, we were playing uh, on a dedicated server, so they're still running stuff for it. Not that I think that game needed. I, th I think it could probably run on on a listen server on today's fucking computing hardware. But yeah, yeah, I, it looks like it's got uh, it peaked at twenty three thousand players in the last month, which is it's good, like for a ten year old game, yeah. eleven year old game. Yeah, that's um, awesome yeah that's really good I, you know people will definitely be keen to that sort of stuff and they, they don't need to make it a giant you know triple a blockbuster game they can do what they've done with like underlords chuck 30 people on it um yeah put something out like see the sticks people you know have a battle pass in there make it free to play i don't know like bit, bit harder like bit harder than underlords because not just straight up reusing dota assets but yeah like <laughs> yeah they can have a punt i like yeah I'd, yeah I'd love to see them have a punt yeah but i'm sure there's a reason why that's not that game isn't out maybe they just couldn't do it wasn't the right time um but you know we've seen the rise of free-to-play games in the last like three years two years even um maybe there's there's room for it now so yeah i'd be keen for sure 100 all right should we move on yep what else we got here um we'll play rainbow six siege yeah, sure, update. yeah. Uh, year 5 dropped yesterday. Um, I jumped in while I was waiting for uh, a variety of people to get online so I could play some fucking Warzone. Um, <laughs> let's see what, what, what... You know when you when two new operators get, like, picked? Like, a release driver, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, it's always a shit fight to get your hands on the new operators. There mm -hmm. was absolutely no competition for iana and after i played one map 
I didn't pick her again, and she wasn't picked for the entire like the rest of the time I played. She oh no, she she was used in one round. My bad. She was used in one round uh, of of a map, um, and because I played three maps, uh, they all went to overtime. Although you know it's overtime, it's not like Counter Strike. Did you see? Did you see the fucking Chiefs had an eighty round? Over over time the other day, hmm. eighty rounds. That's fucking insane. Or seventy nine rounds of some shit. <laughs> yeah, lunacy. Uh, it's generally usually what the first to thirteen. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, and it just kept going and going and going. Um, yeah, that's fucking amazing. Um, but they don't do infinite overtime and they especially don't do infinite overtime in casual discovery, which is what I was playing because they got the reworked Oregon. Anyway, so she was, apart from me picking her, she was picked yeah. one round and, uh, that was, I was defending at the time. Uh, she's right. already not being used. And um, so she's the one that, that, uh, is like able to send a decoy out into the world and you can control the decoy but the decoy can't shoot right correct um and uh once somebody shoots a decoy it disappears and it pings them on their map on the hud is that what happens um i don't think it well yeah i think it pings you like um what's the face uh a bit like alibi right uh but i'm just having a quick look like it's not that useful. It doesn't fucking matter, right? Like, it doesn't bring that much to the table. Uh, because, like, it's fine. It's good for scoping out roamers. But once you're, part, once you're through that phase, once you're th past the point where there might be fucking roamers, it's... Mm. She's used... Like, she's... I don't think she's got good guns. And she doesn't bring enough to the fucking table for it to be worth the fucking effort which is some shit man like it's huge uh because yeah you compare that to other fucking like other operators that they released and uh, like shit like you still see you even post nerf line still gets picked a lot uh gridlock gets picked a fucking ton uh, I think Carly gets picked. Carly was definitely picked more than Iana was. Uh, like, and Carly's pretty. I wouldn't say she's bad. She's definitely not bad. She's just you. You got to have a specific fucking plan in mind to use her. Um, but yeah, Iana, no, nobody fucking wanted her. She just doesn't bring anything to the table far as anyone's concerned as far as the casual games i was playing concerned anyway um oryx was picked every single fucking round uh every single fucking round i think people just like the i don't know the utility of it he runs through walls uh he can also run through shielded opponents um like a monty like specifically monty uh he's a monty counter basically it costs him 10, um, 10 health and his vision gets blurred a bit. Um, so it's mm -hmm. not something that I think you would do 
uh, I don't know, to bust into a site, like to retake, right? But to rotate, definitely, you know? And yeah. uh, he climbs up through hatches, uh, which was I didn't find very useful on the new Oregon um because i couldn't find any of the fucking hatches i don't know where anything is anymore this wasn't just a, a tiny rework they've remade this map and honestly i think it's worse uh i do not like it as much as i used to it's got these narrow hallways that are like side by side with other narrow hallways and it sort of turns it into this like almost labyrinth of hallways like the the big um, conference room, whatever the fuck it used to be called, mm -hmm. is now, like, split off uh, into, like, there's a hallway to kitchen and all this kind of stuff. Uh, the basement's, like, chunked off into these much bigger rooms. Like, you've got that laundry room that used to be a tiny little spot. It's now a lot bigger, uh, but, like, takes up more space, comes out further, like, that kind of stuff. And there's more there's a second uh third sorry third stairway down to the basement and yeah I don't, I don't like it i don't like it so far i really really enjoyed oregon before uh but yeah i guess like at most i played a lot of oregon uh i, I don't know if like if they put it into the rotation more or what but uh in the days leading up to the year five um i played quite a bit of oregon and uh I just it just randomly came up in casuals and like I there were definitely definitely some things they needed to fix and change but at the same time this I feel like they've overcorrected you know they've they've they were understeering through the corner and they yanked it back too far and now they're oversteering uh, and they're gonna spin out or something I don't like it just it's gone too far I think I'm mm -hmm. just uh this 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 yeah there's just things i don't like and yeah i can't find anything um i used to know a lot of you know just basic things uh i could like mentally navigate my way through in that oregon and even spending three rounds three maps like on it three matches on it mm. i i struggle to visually like I think that's the other thing, you know, like, it, it's not even as visually distinct as Outback. You know how Outback has that very visually distinct style? It must yeah. be a lot subtler in Oregon now because I can't fucking picture. Uh, where but, you are. Yeah, like, I know <laughs> I can picture certain hallways. I just can't picture what those hallways link to, you know? And, yeah, I don't know. I, it's a bummer. Um, what else? They... Everyone was saying that Twitch was getting basically a buff, but I feel like it's a nerf, if I'm being frank. Um, I don't think... Like, you used to be able to really harass players, and now they just don't give a fuck. Um, it doesn't matter at all. So it's literally utility, um, which is a bummer, uh, because I think harass is a utility that people often, mm. like, underestimate, uh, and that's that's how it feels with this like the the nerf to twitch feels like it's yeah eliminated her ability to harass so even if she does get technically more um zaps 
uh, and she's you know definitely able to take out uh, mirrors and uh, lesions and those mute thing jammers and, and all that stuff right even though she's able to do that stuff uh, because she can't really annoy players you're not able to like jump on a twitch drone and then zoom on in and zap someone at the perfect moment while your teammates like fucking blap them because that mm. was a huge portion of what i used to do as twitch was literally just set people up for the immediate fail uh and i think that's what good twitch players do they also nerfed the, the um what's her gun the f f2 f9 whatever the fuck um they nerfed that there's more recoil uh and i just don't i don't i don't like when they do that shit because it, it reminds me of battlefield 5's ttk changes you know like you mm. mentally know how a gun works right like you already understand pretty well how a gun will fire and so you've got like a muscle memory in, in battlefield you sort of auto switch to the next targets uh and when they change the when they lengthen the ttk uh you wind up like switching to the next target but the first one's not dead stuff like that you know it's just not good um hmm. that's the case with this recoil is that yeah i uh had a drag uh like a drag technique that i think was pretty fucking good you know i'd start off low and i'd when I started the drag, it would be basically on the headshot area. And so I was able to black yep. hunt a lot. Uh, but that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, it's way above them. Uh, and so I've got to really fucking change that shit. Just annoying. Uh, lesion, definitely a nerf, uh, but not that big a deal, I found. Uh, because I already played him pretty close to sight. Uh, and all of my little lesion darts or what goo mines they're my babies right i actually didn't really i think i was playing him as they always intended uh i know a lot of legion players used to run fucking like sprint off site like they were cav uh to go dump their first legion mine somewhere fucking terrible so that someone would get fucking zapped on the fucking entry and they would know where they were entering from I never used to do that. I would have everything exactly where I wanted it so that I could use it for wallbangs, basically. Uh, and I can, and I, I'm still able to do that. Even on fucking Oregon, where I don't know, like, spots very well, I can still do mm. that because I have a rough idea of, like, where my fucking... Like, you just spray into the general area. As long as it's not covered by, like, it's not a reinforced wall, you can still spray into a fucking wall. Uh, where someone's just been goo-mined and you'll probably fucking get them. So that worked out pretty well for me. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan of that shit. Um, well, yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, it's definitely worse, but they get, like, they don't get the initial tech damage, but they take more yeah. damage, right? Which means that if you do, like, spray at them, right, they can't just taken out on the spot they have to move and so you Back will get yeah. ticks of damage while they're fucking getting out of the firing line which is good right like 
they, it's just a minor adjustment. Uh, it's definitely a nerf, but not that big a deal at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, it's good, I think. Yeah, it's it's less about um, information gathering as well. Like they, yeah. he was a big part of that. Having his goon minds being able to, you could see them through walls or obstacles, like the entire map basically. And so you'd see one go off, and you'd look and be like, oh yeah, it's up there somewhere. Like you knew where they were. Yeah. Whereas now you just hear the noise. Yeah. And it could be anywhere, <laughs> like in the vicinity you're looking. Yeah, it could, but if you are particular with that, that's the other thing, right? Like I was yeah. very particular where I was putting them out. So I was still able to make the call outs as to where they were coming in from because I wasn't mm. putting down, like I would have them, uh, I was on kitchen. In a line, in a hallway. Yeah, just in, just in a <laughs> fucking straight line. And I was in kitchen on, uh, on Oregon, on the new fucking Oregon. I have no idea how to fucking describe this, but I had it in one hallway uh the hallway leading to the tower to the tower right mm-hmm. um like it's it's one of the new hallways so i had i had it there i had one over on the doorway to um the entry so you know the kitchen it was bomb kitchen bomb has also the like lounge room bomb type thing um so i had one on that doorway i had one on the uh bathroom hallway yeah uh which goes to the secondary tower type thing uh and so i had those out and they're audibly distinct enough right for me to be able to tell right i can't hear the one over in the fucking lounge room it's well i can but it's it's far enough away that it's definitely not my concern anyway i'm not fucking i'm on b right like if everyone is dead on A, then maybe I will be concerned when I hear the fucking goon mine over there. But if everyone isn't, then it doesn't fucking matter. They already know someone's trying to come through that door. Uh, it's literally just a, you know, because it's still fucking, you still get gooed. You still get the green. It's still startling. Uh, so it's, mm-hmm. it's good for that. Uh, but if I heard it in on my left, right? Uh, if I heard on my left, I knew it was bathroom. And I heard it on my right. I knew it was uh, the hallway to the tower, and so I was able to like still call out when I heard it in the bathroom. I called it out, and on oh, in the bathroom hallway, I called it out, and they knew exactly where to fucking look, um, which was good. And the rest of my goo mines, I just chucked around in the kitchen to fuck anyone who managed because I was just alone on kitchen side, uh, and nobody had reinforced. I went and reinforced the walls in the lounge room and nobody reinforced any of the walls in the kitchen. So uh, I was pretty, like, it was it was going to get hairy pretty quick, quickly if it, they wanted it to. Uh, so I had to lock it down pretty tight. And I just decided, yeah, I'll just fuck with them if they come yeah. in here. So it didn't matter. Like, the way I figured it, uh, if they walked on any other ones in kitchen itself, I was probably already dead really so uh yeah it'd literally just be about harassing uh, as best i could fucking people up um but yeah so the sound is like he's i still think he's pretty good for information gathering it's just nowhere near as it it used to be fucking insane right like it used to be some wild shit you could literally chuck it on one side of the fucking map and know it like chuck one on 
one entry, one on the other, and you would know which way they were coming through on. And you could set shit up from there. But I never used to play that way because you don't get that much coordination in fucking casuals. So what the fuck is the point? Yeah. And uh-huh. that seems to be where they're nerfing it more in the casual side because it wasn't really a... You saw him a little bit in yeah. the pro scene, but not stacks. Yeah. Um, whereas I used to play Legion a lot. <laughs> I, I do, do play Legion. Yeah. I will pretty much exclusively continue to play... Uh, Legion, he's my boy, my shorty yep. boy. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that. Cool. All right, and that's the first. Uh, is it the first season? Yeah. First uh, season for Year Five, and uh, is this where they're going to single operators the rest of the year? I think there's one more double, and then two yeah. singles. I think I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Interesting. Cool. 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 Okay. We should uh, move on then. We've got some other stuff here. Um, I might just talk about some other games we've checked out. Grindstone, um, which is a mobile game on Apple Arcade that I've been playing. Right. Um, Apple was kind enough to send through some uh, a subscription for Apple Arcade, so I've been able to check out a bunch of cool the games on mobile. Um, this one in particular is, uh, it's, it's very similar to a game we've talked about before and I'm going to quickly see if I can find the name. I might've actually deleted it recently. Um, but it was one that Nate hooked us up with and, uh, it's called Dungeon Raid where you'd have like a screen full of skeletons and you had to join, um, you had to like trace through on a grid swords and then you'd trace through the skeletons and in doing that you'd you'd uh, do damage to the skeletons and uh, as you progressed through the game or through the level um, the skeletons would get more hit points and more attack damage and they would start fighting back if you didn't clear them Uh, and then you'd be able to like connect more than three Um, so you sort of like trace a route through using your finger and they'd have to join in a line, but you could go sort of like uh, as you progress through each each round, um, it'd make stuff that you've already joined like disappear, and then the next like it'd fall down from the top and everything had dropped down. Uh, so then you'd start chaining more things together. Um, so that was Dungeon Raid, and uh, that game basically didn't get updated a lot <laughs> since yeah. then. It's, it's very, um, like, it's a game that I really enjoyed, but it just never really went anywhere, on the uh, Android at least. Uh, and this one, I uh, Grindstone, I installed it, and it's, it's a very similar concept in terms of, like, a grid-based layout where um, you're sort of joining, um, or creating lines to make attacks and get rid of enemies on the screen. Um, except this one is not really like a, uh, it's not like a roguelike game, which is kind of what Dungeon Raid was. You'd sort of go through it once, and eventually you'd die, but you'd you'd, you'd attain all this gear, um, and, it, and then you'd bring it back into the next game and then sort of start leveling up. Uh, so instead, Grindstone, you start off with this character who enters the level, and there's a bunch of enemies on the screen, and they're generally different variety of enemies, um, and you can only create these lines or chains in one specific enemy type. Uh, but there are items on the screen 
that allow you to draw a line through them. And if you do that, you can then join onto another type of enemy and then go from there. So it might be like six types of enemy types that you can uh, start attacking and then you can join into this item and then start going onto a different enemy type. And as you do that, um, the higher sort of, um, the higher amount of experience that you earn, like the bigger the chain, the more, the, the better the items that you get. So it's more rewarding to start trying to chain a bunch of this stuff together as opposed to being like, oh, I'm just gonna kill three things at a time. Um, and so you enter a level and there's a certain amount of enemies that you need to kill. And eventually you can keep grinding that level if you want to, um, or you can just leave it. Like you can work your way out the door and then go to the next level in the, in the game. Um, but what ends up happening is the longer you stay, the harder the enemies get, but the more rewards you get out of it at the same time. Because uh, you've got a certain amount of life that you can take damage to as this character. Um, and so you sort of want to stay there as long as possible. And then when things get a bit, bit hairy, you can decide to leave and then go to the next level. Um, or even visit like the shop and start upgrading your character um refill your life and uh that sort of stuff and so there is a bit of element in terms of going through and leveling up this character getting new items to make you a bit stronger and that sort of stuff um but yeah it's uh it's 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 a lot of fun like i've managed to get through maybe about a dozen levels so far um and i think there is like a roguelite sort of element where once you um, die like I don't know what happens once that happens because actually I haven't gone through and done that but I think you actually end up being maybe taken back to start and going through again or maybe you just have to um, maybe you just start where you where you last died but um, that would probably be my guess but it right. feels like it's got more of a roguelite element to it um, with all the leveling up they're doing and that sort of thing but yeah it's like an interesting spin on the that type of game that I've played before um, by having it sort of been broken up into these levels and like puzzles that you have to try and work through each time. Uh, and sometimes I'll throw in like different challenges in there like, oh, there's a treasure chest. And once you get through a certain amount of number of enemies, um, the treasure chest will open and then it'll contain some items in there and then you'll finish the level and you'll be able to take those items and, and um, equip them to your character and that sort of stuff. So uh, there's a bit more depth in terms of what you can do in grindstone in grindstone as opposed to uh like a dungeon raid which is a little bit old now um yeah but if anybody has played dungeon raid it is very similar in terms of like the mechanics behind it but they're sort of pushing forward the types of things you can do um and it does get a, a bit hairier um because you're controlling this character on the screen and creating these chains um, enemies on the screen don't necessarily they they can attack but unless you're adjacent to an enemy when it attacks you won't take damage so there's a bit of puzzle in there you've got to try and figure out all right if i end my chain here i'm going to be safe on this next turn like i'm not going to take any damage but it'll also mean that it'll you know if i don't clear enough enemies out that the next round the like a lot more enemies are going to be raged and attacking at me and so they're going to start planning or well, where can I stop on the next uh, my next turn can I can I get through a big chunk of enemies or am I going to get stuck here um, 
and th- then like on top of that you got to take into account where your character is on the screen space because the door is at the top of the screen and so you've got to try and work your way back up to the top again and if you find yourself stuck in a space where you can't get back to the door and you're going to take a bunch of damage then you've really got to um think about that stuff so there's, there's a lot going on there in terms of the meta- mechanics and, and that sort of thing um but anyway that's uh it's called grindstone it's on apple arcade uh, i'll definitely be talking about a lot more mobile games on apple at least um yeah there, there is stuff that i've installed on android recently but i don't think i've had a chance to play it uh, i'm just checking no nah, i didn't install anything i, I go through and check on mobile re- quite regularly and yeah. uh occasionally i'll find stuff but for the most part there's not a lot out there that I really grabs my attention. Um, yeah, there, there's some stuff on Apple Arcade. Like uh, there are there are some games that I've like sequels to games that I've played that I uh, I didn't even know existed. Um, there's like a Crossy Road sequel or something that's out that just came out. I think really like Crossy Road Tower or something. Crossy Road Castle it's called um yeah it just it just got released like on apple arcade a couple of days ago so that is out and um i believe it is it's got multiplayer as well i think i was reading it does yeah so that is something that you can play with like solo yeah um but it said it's a lot more fun with multiplayer so Right. Uh, I don't know anyone else got it though, but yeah. Yeah, and you need Apple Arcade to play it, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, That's basically what Apple Arcade has introduced to me is. Uh, I don't know, exclusivity on mobile games. Because it used yeah. to be that games would only release on Apple because it was easier to manage, and then suddenly the Android market got a lot bigger, so you know they for a time were only releasing on um on android or yeah primarily releasing on android but now yeah with apple arcade they're just straight up not releasing on android i can't play grindstone on my android phone yeah uh, yeah uh, it kind of sucks yeah i'm not a fan of that but what are you what are you gonna do right yep yes at some um, point it might release on android i don't know yeah yeah uh the other game that i've been playing i think we can talk about it I, i've only played a little bit but it's called uh monster train um we both got codes for this i don't know if you've had a chance to check I it out yet i get a chance to play it no i'm just checking i can talk about it i'm pretty sure i can looks like i can can. i'm pretty sure yeah Yeah. i think you're allowed to stream it even yeah um it's in it's in beta at the moment and uh it's basically a roguelike card like a deck building game um where you are on what reminds me of like snowpiercer Uh, you're on this train and uh there are enemies that board the train and you have to try and deal with these enemies um the way this the the layout of this train works is there's like three floors or multiple floors on this train they come in by the bottom and uh you end up placing cards down 
much like a, a deck building game, um, things like Hearthstone or Magic the Gathering, where each card that you put down has like a mana cost, or a uh, and they've got attack damage, health on there, and they'll have some of them will have special abilities, or they could be spells and that sort of thing. And so you end up putting these cards down, and enemies coming through the bottom floor, and you've got to try and battle them. And uh, what will happen is if you end up not being able to kill the enemies on the bottom floor, they then move up to the next one. And so it's like a um, split into lanes. And I, I, I can't really talk about um, like artifact at all and sort of how that system works, but it's it it reminds me a lot of like Marvel Legends, the the deck building game. Yeah. Where is that what it's called? Legendary, maybe? Uh, legendary. Yeah, where enemies would come up and attack you, and if you didn't deal with them, they would move on to the next position on the cut, on the board, and then more enemies would kind of come in, yep. and they would end up progressing further and further through the game till eventually they would start attacking, like, your, you know, your main base or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way this is working. They move through each floor in this train... And eventually they get to the top where they're able to do damage to you as uh, a player. Um, And so you end up putting down these cards, having battles with these enemies, and eventually you get to a a boss enemy. There's waves. Um, And if the boss is able to clear out an entire floor, it basically negates that floor completely. That boss moves to the next one, and you can't put any more cards down on that specific floor until eventually the boss can work its way up to the top deck the engineering deck which I'll call it I don't know what it's called um, but yeah and then I'll start doing damage to that specific um, yeah to your health and you've got to try and stop the enemies from doing that yeah. uh, in a certain amount of waves and so that's kind of where the game begins and every time you end up finishing uh, a round or, or one of these levels you go to a like the next part of the screen where you're able to attain cards new cards to put into your deck um and then you're given the opportunity to to go to shops uh and purchase either newer cards or upgrade your existing cards um there are weird like little things where you can give money to possibly get an artifact it'll be like a 10% roll like give us 25 coins and you've got a 10% roll of getting this item Right. And if you don't get it, then, oh, give us another 10 gold, and now you've got a 15% chance right. or yep. a 25% chance. It kind of escalates every time you do that. Um, but the idea is that it's a, you know, as you progress through each level, you're building up your cards, you're getting more cards, you're leveling them up. And then I'm guessing what will happen is it'll be, because um, I haven't actually died yet <laughs> in this game, but once you die, you're getting some sort of, you know, either knowledge or accumulation of the stuff you've already gotten and sort of taking it back with you and starting again from scratch. Um, I don't actually know how that part of it works yet because I haven't lost a round. I got very close to losing a round earlier today. Uh, but I've, right. I've played like six or seven levels so far. Um, I managed to survive all of them at the moment. But yeah, it seems really cool. Like the, It's got a really neat art, art style to it. Um, the cards very reminiscent of like a Hearthstone style. They they look very much like a Hearthstone card, but it's uh, it's a very unique style of um, gameplay that I think uh, I would definitely be keen to play more of it because 
it um, seems a bit more, I don't know, strategic or like there's a bit more going on as opposed to just battling somebody else. Like you've got to think about positioning of these these cards, like where you put them um, because you can only put a certain amount of cards on each level of this train. Um, so you, you kind of like want to tank at the front and then a damage dealer in the middle and maybe like a healer at the back or something else. Like there's different combinations of where you can put these cards because they sort of attack in a specific order. So the, the, the guy at the front will attack first and also be attacked first. So you kind of want your, your heavy uh, health characters at the front line to soak up all that damage. Um, but from what I've played so far, it seems really cool. Uh, I don't actually know when the game is going to re be released, but they're aiming for some time in the next like four to five months on PC. But otherwise, no specific release date. But it seems pretty cool. It's called Monster Train. There's a beta right now on Steam. Um, so you can go to the website if you want to check it out and sign up. Maybe you'll get into a no uh, another closed beta at some stage in the future. But that one's been put out by a Good Shepherd, so they've done some good stuff in the past, and they always come through with uh, some cool games for us to check out. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to jump in and have a look at it. It looks like the sort of game that'd be pretty fucking killer on mobile. Uh, if yeah, you could get enough information across. You know, the only thing I'm not sure about, and, and maybe something that changes is, I don't think it saves. I don't think it saves your runs. Right. Um, it didn't seem like there was a save button, but maybe it's saving on the fly. So it almost it just, sounds like just a, let me quit. a bit of a, <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Uh, uh, it almost sounds like a mix of deck building and tower defense, which is a cool idea, right? Like, um, yeah, that's why I'm saying. I don't really know. Uh, I, Cause I never played artifact. I don't know how like the lane stuff like, worked on that. Sort but... of like it's, sort of like that but not really like yeah yes if you got through a lane you would be able to attack the core but uh or ancient or whatever um i think yeah uh but that's not like you weren't casket like making they weren't making their way up a a tower or anything like, like a tower yeah um yeah that's not that's not how artifact worked. It was very much just like there was no levels to it. It was just one level for them to overcome, and then they were through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've played like roguelike games where you're with the RPG sort of elements, and you know positioning matters, uh, that sort of stuff. Where um, you know where I've seen that sort of gameplay element but i've not seen the two sort of combined yeah um i talked about one recently which was which i, uh, I couldn't really remember i can't even see it on my steam list um hmm i'm not sure what it was it's really popular it must be on one of my different um my uh describe or something like that Describe. Well, you're in a, you're in a dungeon, and you go from like level to level. Um, Describe it better than that. I don't know. Like I've played so many of these types of games that Good Lord. <laughs> they're all blending into one. I know there was the battle chases one, 
but that's not really what I'm thinking of. It's it's something before that. You're um, in a dungeon. And you go to level eleven. It was a roguelite. We were in a dungeon. And you go to that like doesn't towns. describe anything. And there's yeah. towns. We're getting somewhere. Keep going. What's the art style? I like? feel like this was. I'm back in January last year now. Fucking hell. Okay. Well, it, you didn't play it recently. Felt like it was recently. Is it on Epic? Did you get it for free on Epic? Oh, it might have been Epic, yeah. <laughs> Golden. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, Monster Train. Yeah, I, I definitely think you should check that out. Maybe talk about it next week. Alright, I'll do it. Because you're the card expert here, but... That's me. It's, uh, it seems unique. Yeah. Alright, what else do we have here? Uh, yes, so... Yeah, so I jumped into the Elder Scrolls Online. I don't know. Um, I, I was Why? expecting some sort of reaction, but I guess not. Um, well, I know at one stage, Nate wanted to play quite recently. I might have even installed it, and then he never came through. Right. Well, yeah. Um, I guess I did it because... So, I was looking, like, because, you know, I'm, I'm full freelance now, um, like, full freelance games journal now, and I was looking at, I guess, uh, areas where, you know, there's opportunities uh, that aren't really being attacked, which I think mm. is something that Nate must have gone through at the same time, but he just doesn't have, like, MMOs just aren't Nate's bag. Mm -hmm. That's just not his sort of game. So, I think it must, it, it was probably a bit... An, a more of an uphill battle for him. MMOs are less my my bag than other people, but yeah, I uh, I've been known to get addicted to a game or two, and uh, yeah, uh, ESO like really made a fucking lot of sense because like it's fucking huge. I think it's depending on who you ask, either it or Final Fantasy fourteen is the second biggest fucking MMO in the world. Um, like or Western in the Western market, um, mm -hmm. like those two like go toe to toe pretty regularly. Uh, I've done stories on Final Fantasy before that have been fucking huge. They've gone gang gangbusters, uh, like really fucking popular, and it's it's definitely an audience like it's an underserved audience, and so I was like. You know, maybe I should, you know, check this out. Then, you know, I look into it a bit more and they're doing like the, the year is the dark heart of Skyrim. Um, so, like, you know, Skyrim makes it even more palatable from a fucking audience perspective. This is all fucking very inside baseball shit. Uh, mm -hmm. Basically, the reason I got into it is because I figured I'd be able to get some work out of it um, as someone, you know, writing about a game that doesn't get written about but is extremely popular. Uh, so, yeah, that was basically it. Um, decided to jump in. Uh, first things first, if you are going to jump into the Elder Scrolls Online, you should go and download, I cannot remember exactly what it's called, and I don't want to bring it up because um, it'll probably dick about with everything, but uh, just go get, like, Google add-ons and get a mini-map add-on. 
right? It should be pretty easy to find. There's a mini map. The, the game doesn't come with a mini map, which is the right. fucking craziest thing I've fucking seen in forever. I do not understand. We, uh, I think we played for like fucking. I can I can check that easy enough. I'll check that on Steam easy enough. Uh, I played that for seven hours the other day without a mini map. Probably six hours without a mini map, and then an hour with a mini map. Like fucking my mind being blown at how much fucking better it is. But uh, like literally going from spot to spot and like tapping M and thinking about remapping M for hmm. my map to one of my mouse buttons so I'd have quicker access to it, right? Like, that's how fucking essential this button is, is, like, the button that I'd normally, like, I use this thing for, like, melee and shit in other games, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I should put the map on that, because, like, I, then I don't have to fucking keep reaching over to fucking pick out my map. Uh, like, insane shit. Uh... Anyway, the best part about this add-on is that it it uh, it boasts that it is extremely lightweight because all it does is rewrite a couple of lines of code that block out the minimap. There's a minimap coded in to the Elder Scrolls Online. They created one. And then they blocked it out for some reason. And all this does is unlock a feature that they have decided to restrict from the game for the last couple of years, which is mind blowing. I don't know. It's a it's 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 a fucking crazy crazy thing to to do. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, so we played like that's the that's it, right? That's probably my biggest complaint, and it was very easily fixed. Uh, I fixed it in moments. Um, uh, the other add-on I got was one that made all my fucking all my loot. <laughs> I have no idea why. I'm sure. I'm sure it's for you know people who enjoy the like you know what the that Elder Scrolls feeling. But uh, all of your items are in a fucking straight down list, uh, which yeah. is the fucking first thing I mod in Skyrim. <laughs> Literally everyone, every time they play any Elder Scrolls game, is like, let's get an inv- inventory fucking mod. A mod that makes my inventory work yeah, better than me scrolling endlessly through a fucking list. Um, yeah. uh, that is that is how it works in TSO. So I, I got a, an add-on that fixed that as well. But apart from those two things, yeah, it's good. And like those, yeah, I guess those two things are literally just Skyrim-y things, right? Like... Or like Elder Scrollsy things, things that people who are who want the Elder Scrolls experience want, but functionally are terrible. Like there should be add-ons to, like there should be an add-on for a more authentic Elder Scrolls inventory, right? That turns it into a dumb list, not the fucking other way around. You shouldn't be fixing things. People should be able to break things. If they really want to break things, right? For their immersion or whatever. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, those are the two add-ons. But apart from that, yeah, like, went through, uh, did, like, the, you got to do, like, a tutorial type thing. And then, uh, play with some friends, uh, Doug and Ness. They're, like, MMO experts. Um, and they played a bunch of ESO. 
They've also played a bunch of um, oh wow, like shit tons of wow, and um, yeah, like basically just uh, jumped in with them. They they started new characters to play along. Uh, they had like a vague idea of where we were supposed to be going, which was quite helpful, but at the same time they were being specifically unhelpful in not telling me where we were supposed to be going so that was that was pretty good as well uh that you know i guess they were trying to let me like discover things on my own and whatnot uh but yeah yeah it was uh yeah it was like good fun the moment we stepped out of the first fucking town there was a fucking dragon fighting 40 motherfuckers like literally just a world boss straight outside the front door it was insane and i'm like well fuck it let's go in and i'm like fucking level i think i was level three you get to level three by the end of the tutorial fucking wander in and just start (laughs) fucking swinging at this dragon uh it's still in like an area of effect attack that does like 99 percent of my fucking hit points in one fucking go and it's like pulsing so it does like bang and i'm like oh fuck and i run the fuck out again but i did get a hit on and uh it died like fucking i don't know 40 seconds later instantly <laughs> while, while i was like running around in circles just trying not to get hit by anything yeah. uh but i and now you're up. level 22 like basically <laughs> i walked out of that fucking fight with like three blues and two greens and all this shit i'm like well that was worth it <laughs> like fucking hell yeah, yeah um, you tagged it <laughs> yeah i tagged it and that was all i needed to do it was fucking spectacular it seems like all like it's all like all mobs are scaled and stuff so even if I, I don't know if they've got high characters on the same server or in the same alliance or anything like that uh, but even mm. if Doug and Ness were to play with their higher level characters it doesn't seem like it would matter all that much um, right. because yeah it, it all scales to like relative to your character level which like works pretty well in the MMO setting I've never felt like it worked very well in the action RPG setting but it I think it does work in MMOs uh, because it allows you to just sort of run in to like you see a fight, you join a fight, uh, which yeah. is pretty good. And like anyone can help anyone. Uh, yeah, it, it creates a sense of community out of essentially a lot less. Yeah, yeah. I um, because I I put it in recently. I'm not going to say that because I'll get shit. Um. But yeah, when Nate was talking about playing it, so I installed it and I jumped in for a, a little bit because it's oh, free to play. Yeah. Uh, at least I think it's free to play now, right? Pretty sure, yeah. I think it's free to play anyway. Um, yeah, they've got like ESO Plus or something, right? Like. Yeah, and I think I might have some of that because I bought the game originally and right, yeah. might have given you something like that. But yep. anyway, uh, I do remember the starting area was very different to what it was when i played it i don't know how that's got to do with the character i chose or like the alliance if every no, sort of area I think is very it, I, different i think it's been updated right i think because they like changed to like elsewhere right yeah i, I think that's what it was like the new right. season changed the starting area i think uh, it's like a desert town or something yeah yeah where with i started this with, time cat people everywhere because you eat all over the fucking place right? yeah, yeah yeah and dragons and shit yeah yeah that's the place yeah okay it's, yeah um same, same the, i think the last one was like you started a dungeon like you're yeah. in a jail or the something classic oh, okay. yeah classic <laughs> yeah. he's so starting oh yes uh elder scrolls starting but yeah like it doesn't yeah like it it makes sense i, I didn't pay too much attention to the the 
lore, which I think is one of those things where I like some people love the lore in MMOs and they chew it all up and others click 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 just get let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go tell me where our quest is where's my quest let's go let's go like yeah uh actually that's i haven't found an add-on for it but that's something i probably use as a better fucking quest tracker because it's got like a quest up in the top like you can see what quest you're currently on you can change it really easy with the t button but um i prefer to be able to see all my fucking quests at once uh so i can just keep track of that shit a bit easier on the other hand it is like they are still like even if you don't have it currently marked it is still on your map so uh you can't still see if you're near another quest even if you're on a quest which is obviously very good like there's some game we were playing there like semi recently where okay. i can't remember what it was but there's there was a game we were playing semi recently where you couldn't see what quest you're on unless you had it up and I can't remember what it was. Anyway, it wasn't Borderlands, was it? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, but you could sw- like in that one you could switch, but that would change on the map. Yeah. Uh, whereas on this, it's they're all on the map, and yeah, you can see them whenever. Uh, but you can have the details of what you need to do by pressing T which is good yeah um, whereas, whereas Borderlands was just show you on the map the one you're on and you'd, be, you'd have to go to a different screen click on yeah. it and come back and be like oh okay this yeah. one's not nearby either <laughs> go yeah. back it was very yeah, tedious exactly. yes for um, the quality of life stuff they did they uh, they missed that one yeah yeah um anyway so yeah we were uh, yeah we just sort of cruised around uh, we made our way to level 10 we were going to queue for a dungeon but we sort of ran out of time um, six hours to level 10 to be able to queue in dungeons is pretty good um, it does the Elder Scrolls style leveling up stuff where like the more you use something the the higher level it is so I got to like level 10 uh, 12 in two of my skills uh, quite early and the other one was like level 6 and uh, but like by I think level 12 you're able to equip like a ultimate ability hmm. uh, which is pretty good i didn't find that we were running into a, a lot of like except for running into dragon fights we probably shouldn't be engaging in uh yeah. i never felt like i was in like under a great threat of dying but i think that area is more balanced towards solo play and because we were playing as a terrible trio um i think we were outmatching shit quite a bit like uh we had doug like doing fucking like a healing circle so i could just sort of stand and deliver but i don't have so i, I want to play tank but i don't have a lot of like threat building at the moment i just don't have those skills yet uh yeah. so i i'm just trying to do basically dps as fast as i can i've got like i only just recently acquired a um like a pull a pull target ability like uh yeah i'm like not well geared well equipped to be a fucking tank at this point but uh i like it'll get there the main problem is even my pool target is literally just initial aggro i can't out uh like there's there's a very good fucking chance that i am just like maybe eso doesn't work that way i'm no, like we did the we had a look at the group finder and you can definitely queue for specific roles like dps 
Hilo or Tank, you know, the Holy Trinity. Mm. But yeah, maybe they like maybe there aren't threat meters and stuff. I like in my cursory glance at uh, the add-ons, I didn't see any like threat meters or anything. So, like, right, maybe it's just like shield, <laughs> like a giant shield. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I, like so I couldn't. It can't be that a fucking tank has to out DPS people to maintain threat. I'm just not sure how to do it yet. So I'm gonna have to fucking look into that uh, to have any fucking shot at doing it. Um, but yeah, like it's it's tricky. Like the upside is that uh, Ness and Doug were both like ranged. So as soon as I did lose threat, they would like the target would start to run away. Uh, towards them and I could just sort of pop all my CDs and try to out DPS them although they were doing so much DPS that I never had a fucking hope they had an easier time with the dragons as well actually because they were ranged the range, the dragon does like a constant aura of fucking damage uh, and then we'll turn around and like hunt everyone and, hmm. but most of the time he's just like as a melee dude I'm running up with my sword and like having one swing and then because we must have killed about i don't know after we killed one dragon anytime we saw a dragon fight we're like we're going in um because why the fuck wouldn't you right like man as well uh all the like all the gear we got from that first dragon useless it's useless yeah useless like but but it doesn't matter like it was such a fucking epic moment like such an epic encounter right off the fucking bat that it didn't matter right like the gear and the gear was cool it like hmm I understand it's, you know, extrinsic motivation horseshit, you know, like, uh, from a itemization perspective, I'm happy because I got something fucking blue and shiny, but it didn't really matter. I wasn't, like, I was more happy about the intrinsic motivation of participating in a fucking cool fight uh, yeah. right off the bat. And every time I see a dragon, I'm more keen about the dragon fight than the loot. Like, if anything, the fact that all the gear has been immediately unmatched actually makes it like lessens the effect that the loot has because it sort of rewires the concept of the loot as far less important than the participation itself which is pure intrinsic motivation systems which is good um and yeah so we yeah we roll around uh yeah just fucking Womping it up. Um, we finally made it over to the main big city. Uh, yeah. We, you don't, you don't become over encumbered. They just won't let you pick up more loot. Um, All right. Yeah, that's fine. That's I don't. I I'm don't okay with that. with that. But I was. <laughs> yeah. I did find before we like at around level nine or something. I was junking a lot of shit. I was just like straight up destroying stuff um, because I'm like. Yeah, I can't. I can't carry anymore, and I'd prefer to be able to carry something worthwhile. So I'm like, sort by like, not even like value, just vendor value. I mm. I haven't looked into the markets, the auction market, if there is an auction market on ESO. I assume there is, um, but I haven't looked into it yet. Uh, I'm presuming trash I get as a from the starting area isn't going to sell for very much on the AH, uh, but like. I already have, like, they do set items and stuff, and with set bonuses, uh, like right off the bat, which is really fucking cool. Because, I, I like, I think that's a really interesting way that to in, like to make you rethink your own itemization. You might take 
I've I've got a I think it's like a helmet on that is worse than another helmet I've got, but it gives it gives me my five set bonus, which yeah, yeah. I I I always think set bonuses in itemization are probably one of the best ways to make people really look into uh, what they're yeah, wearing. What what you got as opposed to damage numbers exactly because like, I'm playing I'm playing the division two at the moment yeah. and uh, it does that where you could have a it's not necessarily like a legendary or a purple like these are green items where if you have three of the same sort of like manufacturer then now you've got you know plus 20 percent headshot damage and an extra 400 health or something and so you end up getting something else that is maybe one level higher than that that you could put on and it might give you a bit more health but then you're losing these other two set items so yeah i think it's it's a good way of making you think like is this actually better or um because it's got a higher number on it or am i gonna lose a lot more so yeah i I like those systems yeah a lot yeah like because so often it's it's real easy to fall into the trap of just yeah number chasing right yeah Um, diablo does that as well right where you just you don't pick up anything that's not a like a blue yeah yeah exactly (laughs) although in diablo i guess sets are always a different color which yeah oranges or green right uh yeah i'm pretty sure green um oh yeah sorry green yeah but like yeah here you've got like sets across the spectrum like i've got like a green what's it called it's like the uh i can't remember like some sort of fucking undertaker the undertaker set right and i've got like a, a green chest and a blue pants but they're all part of the same set yeah like got my hat my undertaker's hat like fucking graveyard hat big fucking cowboy hat um yeah i've got this whole yeah it's it's across across the spectrum so you could theoretically get better versions of the same set as well i mean i literally just picked up uh i think it was like a blue ring maybe uh which broke another set but the overall benefit was such that it was better for me to wear the ring of the undertaker or whatever um yeah it's like yeah it's it's a good approach i'm very keen to play more you should jump in uh have you did you ever jump in and play like um the star trek or star wars stuff at all we definitely played old republic way back in the day uh way 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 back in the day um did you like that yeah i did enjoy the old republic quite a bit um I think the only thing it wasn't enough like kotor for me you know like i think i had right an idea in mind of what i wanted and it wasn't that so i think it was soured by my own perception of it i didn't play much star trek online i don't really give a fuck about star trek fucking picard i've stopped watching it fuck yeah it. right can't keep because i think i don't know what we talked about but i did install both of those right. in the last like five weeks and I've, I've have played some of that both star trek and star wars yep um i feel like i i don't know they, they both offer like different types of interesting things for their like i like the ship combat stuff in star trek yeah but i don't think the the ground-based stuff is as interesting like the combat stuff yep. um whereas star wars feels a lot more like a wow experience or like your typical mmo yeah um so anyway i'm definitely like 
dabbling in that stuff it's gotten busy again recently with games yeah um, yeah because i was looking for something back then it was like february like late january there's nothing out like, oh, okay maybe i should jump into an mmo and so i installed both of those uh, which was a dilemma i installed i think i installed um star wars i couldn't get into star wars because my account was locked all oh, right it was oh sorry no it wasn't locked it was attached to my old authenticator on my other phone right and so i had this process of like calling up ea Ugh. um which wasn't hard like they fixed it for me over the phone oh, really but i had to call them i couldn't uh, do it online yeah, well. yeah. anyway so while i was waiting for that to happen i installed a different game but uh, yeah i'm always looking for like you said there's not a lot of mmos the final fantasy one i'm interested in that but at the same time isn't that a subscription model like you have to pay monthly maybe i'm not sure is final it's is it final fantasy 14 14 yeah like when i did writing when i when i wrote about it uh last year i didn't even like i wasn't even playing it i was literally just doing interviews and stuff so it's apparently free to play up until a certain level right yeah that does sound correct or like if you want a second job i think that's where the cutoff is like you can get a second job in it um there's a lot of complexity to that that was though like i did play it on like uh created accounts uh if that makes sense like uh not my own account i didn't play it at home i played it at things and at events and uh like it's good like it's a really really colorful like gorgeous uh mmo that that plays like quite well in the yeah traditional sense i remember fucking carrying the fuck out of the journos who were with me simply because i'd read the fucking text on my skills like they'd set yeah. these these things up so that you can basically just one two three four in the traditional sense the, uh, the correct order yeah but like yeah i read the text and i was like oh well if i do like one three two four Hmm. I might actually be able to, like, stun them before they murder everyone else, uh, which was extremely useful because the rest of the people playing were pretty useless. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So is ESO uh, the servers based in North America? Yeah, they're based in North America. Uh, I haven't noticed any ping issues or anything, but I haven't been playing PvP. Um, I just I guess I just probably won't play PvP. Um yeah. It's not usually that big a deal anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I I like PvP because I'm, you know, naturally combative, but uh yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a necessity. Um and yeah, the like the world is interesting enough in TSO so far that I'm happy to just knock through some uh some pve check yeah, out cool. and uh yeah check out the dark heart of skyrim if they do the reset thing again um where you start like in a different starting area for because the year the dark heart of skyrim begins i believe with the first expansion in may uh okay if like if and when that happens i'll definitely create a new character to just start in skyrim because i believe it's the they're doing like the vampires and stuff which was always a fucking uh brilliant portion of morrowind uh and skyrim in my opinion like a killer addition 
I wonder, like, was that in Skyrim? Was that a mod in Skyrim? There's definitely a part of Morrowind. There's like an expansion in Morrowind, that werewolf vampire island. But I think there was right. a mod. I never played Morrowind, so I missed out, man. <laughs> I'm not you sure. Can still play it today. It's probably fucking sick. Um, anyway, good stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Uh, next up, you've got Exploding Kittens, the board game. Yes. Uh, card game. Tabletop ca- card game. Card game, yeah. Um, so, I got Inhuman Conditions, and uh, I was gonna, we were going to play it at the pub, um, but then I forgot to bring it to the pub. Uh, <laughs> right. By pub, One of those. I mean, uh, Cash of Brewing is the... the brewery that's around the corner from me and um so yeah i forgot to bring it but they got they had a copy of exploding kitten so we grabbed that and we just played that instead that game is fucking hilarious uh i played it before i'm pretty sure we talked about it then uh but yeah no it's it's really good and the drunker you get the funnier it gets although it struggled to get funnier than when while we were doing all the shuffling at the start um you like to set it up you take all the exploding kittens cards out you shuffle the deck you deal out the cards and then you shuffle the exploding kittens back into the deck so that nobody accidentally gets an exploding kitten right from the start yeah. um uh we forgot to put the exploding kittens back in the deck mm. but uh they and you're like this game's super easy we're like fucking <laughs> it's gonna get pretty fucking hairy in those last 10 cards uh <laughs> everyone's gonna explode um but we like someone to put in the extra like there's expansions there's uh imploding kittens and there is another expansion um like naked kitten or something i can't remember uh and the expansions change things up for example there's an imploding kitten card which uh yeah, I like it's like when you pick it up, you put it fa- like facing upwards at the bottom of the deck, um, or back no back on top of the deck. So you get it and you put it facing up on top of the deck, so that the next person to pick it up uh, would have to like basically ha- like it's theirs, right? Uh, and you cannot use a diffuse card, which is the normal way you get rid of an exploding kitten is the diffuse card you can't use that on mm-hmm. it and so we had like we didn't even need exploding kittens in this fucking deck this one ex- imploding kitten card was why well and truly enough to fuck us like we got it like in the top third of this fucking deck uh and it was a major hassle until we got to i i, I think the last 20 cards and we were legit like I cannot like the crazy thing is that we still haven't seen an exploding kitten and then I'm looking at all the cards on this table and I'm like what are these and I flip them up and it's the exploding kittens that were supposed to be folding into the deck I'm like right so maybe you shouldn't tell anybody about this (laughs) um but yeah anyway um yeah, awesome game. Uh, so I, yeah, I went, I bought it. I bought it. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got a copy too. I think that was ours that you played previously. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, but I also got the uh, 
expansion including kittens nice and i bought the other expansion whatever the fuck it's called but it was in back order so it'll arrive in a month it's like the adult version one right no i didn't get the no the and not safe for work version i just got this is the party pack which is uh good for 10 players instead of the regular version is i think it's for five Mm. yeah so that's good um yeah keen to play it some more it's a good game good stuff awesome Okay, next up we've got Ori and the Will of the Wisps, um, which is a game we talked about about two weeks ago. Um, just to refresh people's memory, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is a sequel to 2015's Ori and the Blind Forest by Moon Studios. It's a Metroidvania game where you play as Ori, um, and this one in particular follows up pretty soon after the events of the last one where you uh, take in an orphaned owl and in the process of teaching this owl how to fly through bad parenting <laughs> you end up um being separated from each other and you're i guess trying to get back to coo the little owlet and uh from here you end up basically in like a metroidvania style game where you acquire abilities and skills and as you progress through the levels um which are all interconnected, you get more abilities that allow you to get further in the maps and you do a bunch of backtracking. Um, and yeah, you go from point A to point B through this story that they're trying to tell. We um, we talked about this, as I said, a couple of weeks back. I had a chance to play a bit of the first act of like the first two hours of it and um, had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft was kind enough to hook us both up with codes, uh, very uh, early release codes. So thank you to them thank you. Yeah. for doing that. And yeah, we've, we've both had a chance to play through it. I ended up um, starting the game on Xbox because it wasn't available on PC when we got codes. Yep. It was still, uh, they were still working on that one. But yeah, I kicked off my, my playtime and... Um, the game is a lot of fun. Like I had a good time with it. There's some really good platforming stuff in there. Uh, the combat is all right. Like there's some some interesting ways you can kind of sort of address the combat. Because um, I think you and I were talking about it in just our chat sessions, and like the way you were approaching combat was very different to the to the way I was doing combat. Um, and even up until the point where I, I got pretty close to the end of the game, like there is stuff that I had not unlocked or even tried to use that, you know, you don't have to do it. You can kind of just play it the way you want to do. And I think that's an interesting way to approach that style of game. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's very linear in terms of where you want to go and what you can unlock, but like it'll gatekeep certain areas from you. Um, but it's not like you need to go and buy a special ability to get past a main line objective no it's very much like all right you finish this this part now you get this ability and that allow you to access other areas and stuff that was inaccessible to you before maybe now you can go and do that so it does a lot of that sort of thing you know you get an ability that allows you to borrow and there are certain areas in the world that you can use this ability to get further into the map or to get to secret areas um or you'll get like a glide ability and that'll allow you to get from very high locations to a platform somewhere else that, you know, previously was not accessible because you didn't have that glide. 
anymore. Yeah. Uh, so like it does a lot of that sort of thing to the point where um, yeah, you can just have a different play style compared to somebody else because of the unlocks that you can actually buy at a certain point. Or acquire, uh, even. Yeah. Um, so that stuff is, is really cool. As we said, or well, as I said a while back, I think it's a tremendous looking game. Oh. Like the actual, the art style, the way they sort of do it, it looks so much better than the last game they've done. Mm. Um, it's a really fantastic looking game. Um, and just like the 2.5D nature of it, the way it's sort of, you know, it, it looks like you're on one plane, but it's it's definitely really interesting the way they kind of like i want to see what that map looks like yeah on a like a 3d scale um because i just don't understand how they've done it mm. it just it's very like it's a very unique way of doing it um the soundtrack is phenomenal it's outstanding uh, there's not much else to that the story i think is really interesting it goes in some incredibly dark places that i was not expecting um and then on top of that i was uh just where it kind of ends up as well i don't like <laughs> i think that is also an interesting place to explore where it kind of ends up at the end of that story yeah um so because i definitely wasn't thinking it would go there i, I kind of thought it would go into one place but it's it, uh it kind of did go in that direction but then shifted another like hard left i was like all right fair enough yep. that's that's an interesting way you can kind of do that um uh but aside from that I think, uh, and I don't know if you want to talk about your experience with it, and then we'll get into like the technical problems, maybe after that. <laughs> no, I go for the technical problems first because yeah, I feel like we're going to argue. So yeah, um, we're still united on technical problems. Okay, the um, yeah, so the Xbox version of the game that we got had some pretty bad performance issues to the point where I was thinking about not playing it anymore. Yeah. Because uh, the game was dropping. It's it's on Xbox One X, which should be running at 4K, 60 frames per second. It was getting 60 frames, but it was dropping significantly throughout a lot of the game. Yeah. Down to somewhere in the 30s and 40s, sometimes even lower in, in some sections, I noticed, um, which is affecting combat pretty badly and for and like platforming, it's, it's not you know? the it's not the 30 frames that affects the combat it's the drops right that's the yeah. that's the part that fucks you right it's not the it's not the if it was locked at 30 frames it would be obviously noticeably worse but it's the yeah. fucking it's the 60 to 30 yeah. to 20 to 40 to 60 to 30 like it's it's just so if jarring you can't be consistent then yeah you can't like you can't get a fucking good feel for how it's supposed to play um, yeah yeah especially when you get like some of this platform is timing based you gotta like a, be a lot pretty of spot on with yeah yeah and when the game is jerking all over the place and you know you're going from 60 to 30 uh, it can be hard to hit some of that timing and you're you just in feel a like boss fight chase where you've got to fucking nail each like a string jump. a non-stop string of fucking perfect jumps and suddenly yeah, for like a minute and a half yeah and you're like i don't like that's not your fault no, you, you, that's not your I fault you missed that it was the game's again. fault yeah if it's gonna fuck yeah. me like and this, well that's yeah and because that's constantly happening mm. yeah i was just like man maybe i just have to wait for them to patch it um but they ended up sending through uh, a note i checked it in the morning and the pc version went live yep i um 
fired up the PC version and it was solid like 140 frames on PC no issues with performance at all did not miss a heartbeat yeah uh, yeah in saying that I've had a lot of other technical issues that I was experiencing on the Xbox to begin with as well yeah um, this is obviously pre-release code not including the day one patch that they were going to release the two so, day one patches uh, yeah they uh I wasn't able to pick up energy cell fragments mm. um there's two sort of resources in the game that allow you to level up a little bit in terms of life so you can get two life fragments and that gives you an extra life life bar um or there's the energy which gives you more energy and i wasn't able to pick up the energy well sorry i could pick them up on xbox but it wouldn't give me the the bonus stat like it'd just make them disappear and i wouldn't get a notification to say hey you've picked up a cell fragment you need one more and then that'll do like it would just go just gone when i switched over to pc i couldn't even pick them up like yeah. I'd run over the top of them and that was it. So that was pretty frustrating, like trying to play through the entirety of the game and not being able to uh, have my, I guess, full energy bar. Like, I've seen people's energy bars and it's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. I've got, I, I got all the energy and I think I've got like five times as much energy as you did. Like it's fucking yeah. ludicrous. Uh, and it became hard because like I got to a boss the first boss fight which is um, which was in the water section and I was struggling in that part because I didn't know what to do like I I was running out of energy for the abilities that you could use and like there was an energy um, crystal that you could attack and it'd give you like three more cells or whatever but that I ended up having to draw that fight out so that I could beat this boss. So you could, like, wait for it because it respawns every 30 seconds or so, right? Yeah. You'd have to wait for it to respawn. Yeah, that's fucking insane. But for, the like, the rest of it, it was okay. It was just boss fights or... What about the like, dark section? How the energy. fuck did you get through the dark section? Um. So, Mer- yeah, Mer- you Mer- were talking Mer- about this and I feel like we mi- you missed something. The fireflies? Yeah, the fireflies were fine. They didn't go underwater. Yeah. Underwater? Yeah. Oh, you get the flash ability. Yeah. So the flash ability burns more energy than anything in the fucking game. I do not understand how with fucking three blips of Maybe fucking energy... Maybe it's in relation to like a percentage of how much you've got because it wasn't burning very quickly for me. Oh, either. okay. Really? Because it yeah. was fucking hammering. I... Like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Luke's fucked. There's no way. Like, I don't know how the fuck he's supposed to get through this. I guess, like, technically... Like, the only thing I was thinking was... Yeah, technically, they would make it so that you could never pick up... Like, they would definitely make the game so that you could never pick up any of those energy things and still make Mm. them through, right? Like, just functionally, I'm certain that they would do that. They would not lock it off. Uh, But... I think it's a percentage-based drain. Yeah, right. Because it wasn't quick at all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was hammering for me. Um, yeah, that was... I was I was like, well, good luck. Uh, um, so that was a big technical issue that I thing, had. Sorry, the other thing you couldn't have done was the heal, right? I could use the heal, once, but it right? would only... Yeah, once or twice I'd get away with it. It did like three blips of energy yeah. per heal, uh, didn't it? No, it did one full blip for three healths, right? So yeah, yeah, like yeah, you wouldn't be able to use much of that either. I was, 
It was, it was, I was playing on very hard mode. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, the other bug that I had was there's a attack or an ability that you get, which is like a dodge move on projectiles or even enemies. Um, so you hit the bumper button and it comes up with like a little directional yep. area where Ori's going to jump and the projectile will shoot out. I had this bug where when I entered that state, it's supposed to slow down time and give you three or four seconds to try and figure out like which direction you want to orientate yourself. Uh, when I initiated it, and this wasn't all the time, this was, it had happened rarely, but it happened enough that it was pretty annoying. It would instantly shoot me across the screen oh. in a direction, but I could still move myself around. And so I'd be at the edge of the screen and I'd be like flinging around in circles and I couldn't see where I was. That would become a problem where there were obstacles in the way, like vines and things trying to hurt you. Uh, and all of a sudden, I, I can't shoot myself in a direction because I'm at the wall or the ground and, yeah. or in the ceiling. You, uh, that was happening in... I've had that happen in two of the boss fights. Where, how did you do it in the uh, last uh, boss fight? It happened in the last boss that fight. That would be fucked. <laughs> that is literally everything in the last boss fight. But in the boss fight I was struggling with, the first one, yeah. like I'd be getting really close to beating it and then all of a sudden like I'm through... It would glitch out at the point where it'd show me outside of a wall sometimes and like in weird spots and eventually I'd come back and bring it in. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. I have um, no idea how you came away from this game liking it more than I did because Jesus <laughs> Christ. I had, I would say, roughly the ideal experience. I did have one, for some reason, literally at the end of the game, I couldn't pick up one of the energy blips the second last energy blip I could not pick up the second last one oh, I wow. found I couldn't pick up uh, and I <laughs> maybe you got one. all the ones <laughs> maybe I picked up two <laughs> you prick you stole them <laughs> from me um, yeah uh, which literally all it did was fuck my ability to get the achievement for all energy and then when I logged mm -hmm. in after the second day one patch I had all the energy like it registered that I'd picked it up uh, but I don't think I, right. I didn't get the achievement. So, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm not finished. Oh, sorry. I've still got more bugs. Oh, my lord. <laughs> the other one, which you were also having, was um, it was freezing. Yeah. Like, for about a second or two. Um, and I noticed that it was happening usually when you'd exit the map, which you use the map a lot in the game. Yeah, you do. This, all the, most of these problems are on Xbox I'm talking about. Yeah. Like Xbox One. The only problems I had on PC were the one where I couldn't pick up the um, uh, the orb and the flinging me around in weird spots. I had both of them on both versions. That's, those are um, the two biggest problems you had, but go on. Yeah, and so the one where it was stuttering, like it'd just stop in midair and you'd be like, all right, oh, now we're going again. That was happening on the Xbox. Uh, it wasn't happening on PC, but the day one patch that they were saying was going to fix a bunch of this stuff. Yeah. Um, didn't look like it fixed that particular problem. Mm. It didn't fix the performance issues because I was still getting significant frame drops. Uh, Did the didn't fix one point one patch fix it though? Yeah, yeah. Which one? The second day one patch. The second day one patch. Yeah. I don't think it's fixed anything for me. Yeah, really. It's oh. there's it's definitely made the performance problems better. Right. But um, it's still getting frame drops. It's not hitting sixty. Yeah. It's not hitting anywhere or not staying consistent. At yeah, 
yeah, it's still dropping at, at yeah. points. Um, it looks like the slowdown is is much better, and I think they're doing things like removing enemies from certain parts of the oh, really? the game to try and limit. Because there's an enemy that's not there anymore that was there at one stage. Was it your uh, favorite? I don't know enemy? if it's because I've f- oh, finished the game. Like and Dark Souls, you've killed it so many times that it won't spawn anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's just given up. Yeah. Uh, so they have fixed the performance in some some spots, but it's not hitting sixty. I, I can tell you that. Uh, unless my game is just like so fucked that it it's just given up. Yeah. Um, the uh, the freezing seems to be gone when you're exiting the map, but I did have it once or twice. I put it on Twitter, like as I was just going through testing this stuff before I. Um, jumped on and gave my opinions like they said the day one patch would fix this uh yeah it was freezing still at, at that point yeah. um and this is not after exiting map it's just me jumping around so that happened uh and then there's this second day one patch which was another five or six gigabytes um and i don't know what i fixed in that one but it hasn't fixed my energy yeah, bar right <laughs> and like i'm not like i'm done with the game so i'm not gonna yeah not every time they release a patch, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, when did they fix that yet? Like, in my opinion, um, that game should not have been reviewed as highly as it was. Mm. Everybody was experiencing performance issues unless you were playing on PC. Uh, and the people that did review it and mentioned the performance issues didn't knock it for any points. They were just They were just going with the fact that it was going to be fixed. Uh, and the patch came out and it didn't fix it. There was one review I read, I think it was Ars Technica, who did knock it, who said this will be... Oh, and maybe... Power Up Gaming. Power Up, yeah. yeah. Gave it a 7.7, and we're getting slammed on Reset Era for giving it a 7.7. Yeah. Um, because of the technical issues. Yeah. Like, people were saying that uh, Microsoft said that the patch will fix it. Like, you can't knock people for... for or you can't knock the game for technical problems that most people won't experience and the patch didn't fix it the patch came out and yeah. people were still having that problem <laughs> you know what i think it was because i found that there were technical problems on the pc right but only after i fast traveled a shit ton because i went right. through a period remember when i got fucking hella lost right and i decided i was gonna like 100 percent walk game around until everywhere. you fucking worked out where i needed to go next um so I did all of the game except for the Merkwood and then the portion after that. Um, mm-hmm. And I couldn't work out where to go in the Merkwood, Merkwood because... So the Fireflies take you down, right? And it like led me down, all the way down. Uh, and there was a portion under the water that I, like, I, I could see I should be going into. Or I felt mm-hmm. like I, I was the next place I needed to go into, right? Uh, and then, but it turns out what, what had happened was that like by pure, you go back up top. by pure coincidence, <laughs> the, uh, like I, I, for whatever reason, just not gone far enough over on the map to like, cause it's got like a, it's got, there's like three like layers, three layers of this map. Yeah. It's got like blacked out. So there's no map. And then there's a fog of war. Once you buy it, buy the map from the map guy, and then there is uh, the uncovered map, right? Uh, and in Merkwood, you you can't buy the map until you get to like pretty deep into the fucking zone. Um, but 
here, right, when it's blacked out, it just looked flush. It just looked like it just didn't go any further across. And so I... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I don't go that way. I've got to follow this fucking firefly down. And follow the fly, firefly all the way down, all the way down, all the way down. Uh, I get down to the bottom, and it's some fucking inconsequential pickup uh, that didn't really fucking mean anything. And I'm like, this should have... Like, I should have gotten the ability that I need to, like, uncover the rest... Of, like, to do the rest... Of this. I don't understand, right? And so then mm. I spent far too much time diving into the water and trying to swim around as much as I could. But once you get into the water, right, when you're trying to explore the rest of that fucking area, when you're trying to explore the area without the firefly, because eventually the firefly disappears, when you're trying to explore yeah. it without it, you can only stay within the light. And so you can shoot arrows, uh, which, by the way, I've got a real problem with the fucking arrows being... Because uh, the first... Like, when I first went out, I had that ability where you put a thing up from the first game where you put a little spirit that shoots sentry the sentry yeah. uh, I put that up and that didn't count as the light source even though it's the same color as the fucking arrow that really ticks me off right that shouldn't it should work as a light source 100% it wouldn't be a very useful light source but it'd be fucking something anyway so uh, like I just wanted a, something so I could not shoot arrows the whole fucking time because I wasn't shooting arrows in combat, right? In, when I was in combat in that fucking area, I was not using yeah. arrows. Um, I wasn't using the sentry either, but like at least I could do my regular combat while the sentry was there giving me a light source. Didn't work. Anyway, so when you're in the water, you can't shoot fucking arrows, so hmm. I was cooked. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do because I don't have a light source anymore. And I tried everything, right? So I went back... And I just started fast traveling around the map, unlocking literally everything I could. Because I'm like, the, I suppose the fucking solution must be somewhere. You've got, yeah, you're missing an item. Somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing the key thing that will allow me to... The key thing being the flash ability that you get. That you didn't know you did, yeah. But I didn't know that. So... That drove me fucking bonkers. Like, that did my head in. But what what happened when I fast-traveled all over the map? I was, like, literally going from here to here to, like, fucking all over the place. Just, un like, literally getting rid of the fog of war or all over the place. I am... I think I'm at, like, 100% for almost all of the map. Almost the entire map at this point. Because mm -hmm. um, I was just getting rid of like it didn't matter right it didn't matter if i didn't think there was going to be anything there i just uncovered the the fog of war and i didn't find what i needed uh i found out that there were uh, no i'm getting ahead of myself what i found was the more i fast traveled the fucking worse it got like the fucking framier it got the more it dropped frames uh the more i got the fucking like got the holding thing on pc like it was just shitting its pants it seems like a memory leak issue, or it had a memory leak issue. I didn't really notice it after the second day one patch. I did notice it a little bit after the first day one patch, because I deliberately fast traveled all over the fucking place just to see. Uh, I did I did the same thing again with the second day one patch, just for yeah. due diligence. I uh, didn't notice it. Um, 
so it, like i think it's fixed on pc but yeah like it was something was wrong with fast traveling in that game uh was fucking up the game and the other thing was like it was i got i think uh i ended on three hard crashes by the end uh of my run on pc on pc uh, yeah i had like two i think yeah um i haven't played it enough to see if i got another but i, I didn't yeah. get any others after the the day but the game crashes. does save very frequently yeah. so it's not a huge uh it would have been a problem on the old game <laughs> but the first one. oh 100 but what i was noticing also was when i reload into the game that initial loading screen uh where ori is just sort of naruto running somewhere um it was six frames a second yeah like it that loading screen itself was six frames a second and the th- after the third crash two minutes long like insane uh so there was clearly something wrong with uh like going wrong there like 100 percent um but like i said i yeah I, i'm not i'm not gonna play through the entire fucking game again just to see if it's fixed uh, but my yeah. gut says that on PC it is fixed. Um, yeah. Like, glitch-wise, that was probably the biggest thing I noticed was right. huge memory issues uh, after fast-traveling and shit. And I was like... But that, like, I guess the other thing is I was fast-traveling way more than most people probably needed. But, um, yeah. I had a lot of other problems with the game beyond that. Uh, yeah, sorry, just just to keep right. talking about that Still specific thing, you were right. Yeah, no, no, not the glitches, just the the, the light thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just to elaborate a bit more, there's there's an area in the game or areas in the game where it's darkness, and if you're in the darkness too long, you you get killed. Uh, and the first time I found one of these caves, I um, there's a guy out the front that's looking for a, like a lantern, right? No, an a- and I'm acorn. like, oh, like the lantern acorn. dude is is separate like semi-separate but yeah go on yeah but anyway like you get him a a thing and then someone else has got like a lantern and i'm like oh i need to find this lantern and then you find the lantern and then he needs like a lighter or gas or something i'm like okay this is the thing that's going to let me go into these areas uh but anyway i spent a bunch of time in that that actual cave because i'd unlocked it and i didn't have the item but i figured out that you could pull out your crossbow and just glide like you didn't even have to fire arrows you can just pull it out hold the button down oh, really? okay. and you can still move around and press a so i navigated the whole way through and then i got to the water and i was like hmm okay what do i do now <laughs> and so what i was doing was i would just quickly swim through but it wasn't enough like i couldn't get there and so i was like oh, okay i'm not supposed to be here yet. uh and then when i got into the the, the section the actual section that's entirely dark um, I didn't have any problems at all navigating that because uh, I got the flash ability once you finish that area. But in saying that, like, that's a problem with a bad disconnect between someone giving you a side mission that says find the lantern and having a section that's entirely dark and me being like, oh, I need the lantern to get through the dark section and it having nothing to do with that at all. Like, that's a, I feel like a design issue, like a really big thing that they they should have... Well, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, scene? That is literally the same... I made the exact same fucking connection. Like, yeah. the exact same fucking connection. 
and it is a faulty fucking connection. I don't, like if it's a red herring, it is a mistake to have a red herring. Yeah, there, because it is and, and on so top of that. close to that cave. Like he is literally just above it, right? Like he isn't. Yeah, it's not. He's not the dude just outside the cave, but he is literally up above it. And mm. you can't like you can't do that, right? Because you're it's it's a puzzle solving thing, where like the the game has serious issues with breadcrumbing with with the fucking leading thing you know it has yeah. a real problem with successfully intuitively telling players where they go, to go next and it's not just like it's not a problem i had on my own i had no idea about the bow thing when i did the exact same thing as you i was shooting the fucking shooting arrow arrows. that's what i did the first the time belting through and like dashing shooting landing and like it was basically the most hardcore fucking parkour in the game because you had to you couldn't adjust you never had time to adjust so every jump basically had to be fucked super meat boy uh jumping between spikes because you had to land successfully so that you could jump again and then fire the fucking bow again or fire the bow on landing but you couldn't keep shooting the bow while you were while you were going because you lose too much momentum as soon as you fire the fucking bow like you are yeah your entire moment so you had to literally fire the bow exactly when you wanted to stop and so that yeah it was it was insane fucking run uh that was obviously entirely incorrect um yeah i didn't ha- like like you once i worked out where i needed to go uh, I didn't have any fucking problems at all. Once I uncovered that little blip in the map, uh, I had zero fucking issues uh, navigating it because I had basically practiced it the hard way the entire fucking time. I'd done the fucking, <laughs> like, fucking... I'd already waxed on and waxed off my fucking tits off. Uh, yeah. Like, I was, I was fine. Like, there was no challenge at all. That section, right, except for being lost for the entire precursor of it was probably the easiest in the game like it might yeah. well have been i genuinely thought you were going to have huge problems with it because once i got flash because i had fucking 40 fucking energy bars like it hmm. was draining at an incredible rate but it didn't fucking matter because i had so much fucking energy because i'd gone and found every single little bit of energy already and yeah, I was trying to find the fucking light for the lantern. And so I was walking around, I'm talking to fucking little, what are they called, Mokis? I'm talking to every fucking Moki I can, talking to every fucking NPC. I'm like charting which Mokis I'd talked to already, which ones I'd yeah. spoken to already. Uh, when I like got past that bit, suddenly I knew even like even better where I needed to go next because I'm like, oh, uh, so he, he got his, he got his like, lantern and i think he gave, he gave me some string oh okay oh, i know where the string is because i just fucking i spoke to every fucking i know where everything is now right this guy needs yeah. string this guy needs water this guy needs a fucking a heart this guy needs a brain and uh, like i'm the fucking wizard of oz running around and fucking hooking everyone up it's but who need th- i gave the string to the fishing guy, fishing guy and he yeah. wouldn't take it no that was i think he kept asking for a net still no he wanted the string. Oh, I don't think he took mine. He kept asking for it, and I was like, I don't know what I need then. I need a fucking net, obviously. Right. Well, it's like silk string he gives you. Yeah. Yeah. That, he wouldn't take that it. That was the string. Um, <laughs> wouldn't take it. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, yeah. The 
the, like it goes way beyond just that i mean yeah it wasn't just me that had these problems because we were in a chat with uh nate and nate had a lot of the same fucking issues you didn't see like you didn't seem to have these issues or you the the only one that i had and i also had this during my preview session which i thought was maybe they this is where the preview ended was um i think the, the game does a terrible job at explaining the projectile uh, ability oh yeah like the dodging projectiles and then the only reason i i ended up getting back to it, i was like oh i remember this from ori like yeah. the blind forest when you jump the projectile goes behind you yep i don't think they explain that in this not even a little at least it wasn't in the builds we played no. so when i played the preview i got up to that section and i was like i don't know which i don't know where to go next like i kept getting to those purple doors and being like all right cool um yeah i'm not sure where i go maybe this is the end of the demo and then i got to the same section when i was playing it i was like no i'm missing something like yep and i, I ended up running around for a while and then eventually i got back to that spot and i was like i can't figure this out like it hasn't told me what to do i don't i don't know what i'm supposed to do and then eventually i just like oh maybe i projectile a dodge it the other way and that worked and i was like i'm pretty sure it didn't tell me i needed to do that which is weird because it tells you a lot of the time it holds your hands for a lot of stuff um that's so much worse in my opinion the yeah the degree to which it holds your hand makes those failures that much worse because it then feels like right if it's like oh yeah you know uh if you're gonna make some cordial right here i'll take you over to the cordial uh and i'll take you over to the cup cupboard and i'll take you over to the bench and anyway make some cordial and then you like the you know little little kid in you like pours a fucking bottle of cordial out and drinks like 16 tons of sugar straight cordial yeah and you're like <laughs> like I, I love it right like it's green and i've never felt so alive but i feel it's like something. <laughs> it's green motherfucker it's green or orange at best, okay? I don't want to fucking hear it. Nobody's drinking red cordial. Red cordial is for delinquents. Um, yeah, like you're like, oh yeah, no, I just feel like something's off here. Like, uh, this mustn't be the way you drink cordial. And then they're like, oh, of course, you add water to it, right? Do you, why wouldn't you add water to it? And you're like, well, you never fucking... You said, you show me the cup cover, you show me the cordial, you show me the bench, like you show me everything else... If you then don't show me the water, that seems like it's more your fault than it is mine, right? Like, I'm not yeah. crazy here uh, for drinking a cup full of fucking cordial. Anyway, uh, I drank a cup full of cordial and I'm feeling pumped. Um, no, uh, yeah, like, I, that. It, it's 100% Ori's fault. And it does it multiple times. And it does it in ways that are... I think much worse as well. Like, uh, there were, uh, you can go, if you want, uh, dear listener, go read my review. I like wrote out a lot of thoughts on this. I think it's like 2,400 words or something. Um, but basically breaking down like the way it, 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 it does this. Like one of the things it does is it hides like mission critical items in secret areas which is crazy uh that is fucking insane there were like i i i said this in i'm pretty sure i didn't edit it out like when i was playing superland i would like 
do whatever I could to break the boundaries of the fucking game and jump out of the fucking limitations of the game world. And I'd get yeah. out there and I'd find like a coin. And it was rad. And like coins are not like not at all necessary to continue. If you want to continue in, in Superland, you find like the red key and the blue key and like that's it, right? Like there are a couple of abilities that you need, but it, the game always gives you enough coins to buy those abilities. Uh, if if you do need them, I think it's like double jump. Uh, but yeah, like otherwise, right? You never find anything that is necessary for fucking progress. Like not a single fucking thing. That happens in Ori, where I did like a I did like a I had triple jump, and so I like I did a triple jump, and then like a fucking dash, and then I managed to like latch onto a. Like, I had the shard ability where yeah. you don't just uh, bash through projectiles. You can also bash through enemies. Uh, so I managed to, like, latch onto a fucking one of those wasp things. And I let, that launched me again. And I was then able to triple jump again. And then I land, like, and then dash one more time. And I landed somewhere. I'm like, here we go. This is going to be my second bit of fucking energy. And I get more energy. And I land, and there's a fucking keystone there. I'm like, how the fuck is this how you're supposed... Like, that? there is no fucking way I got here correctly. Like, there is... And then, so I got it. Obviously, I didn't jump back down and try to fucking work it out. But I got it and jumped back down and tried to work it out, right, after I got it, just to be clear, right? And I'm like, that's it. That's how you fucking get that, right? Like, I just i just pulled off some shit right like i felt like a fucking genius and that's how you're supposed to do it right mm. like how the fuck is that correct that's crazy that's insane oh my god i i can't fucking believe it because tonally speaking it's a game for kids right like it's the, the aesthetic. This is what I was saying. You look at that game and you're like, oh, that's a really like cutesy game and you play it and it kicks the shit out of you. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Like the fucking story is like, ah, and then like, it's like fucking, but you look at its shadow, like the light shines on it in a specific way and like the light and then the shadow is this big fucking monster and you're like, holy fuck, what is going on here? Like, I don't understand. Who is this for then? Who's the audience of Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Because it isn't kids, despite the storytelling style, which is specifically for children. Uh, but, like, is it for adults then? Like, I don't understand, man. Like, fucking crazy shit. Out of control how wild some of the shit in that game is. Uh, that bit where you're, like, dodging the fucking owl, right? It doesn't make enough distinction, right? Once you, once you mentally connect background and foreground, right? But you have to, like, you do not, you don't look at the game like that. Like, well, I'm not, I'm not looking at the game like it's background and foreground, right? But there is an entire section of that game that you can only get through by mentally breaking down background and foreground, and then. And then, after you successfully complete that bit... You just run. <laughs> you just need to run. And if you get eaten, like, if you mess up, like, that is... It's not perfect jumps, 
but it's near perfect. You need near perfect jumps. And so if you fuck up those near perfect jumps. Yeah, you think you're going in the wrong direction. You're like, well, that's not I, it. I had the same thing, yeah. That's cool. Because I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I'm missing something again. But eventually, after like my third or fourth try, I was like, oh, okay, that was what I needed to do. I was just too slow. I was just too slow the first time. I, like, I was yeah. just so supposed to randomly decide to continue to attempt something that has failed me repeatedly right like yeah oh well i'll go try that thing that didn't work last time maybe if i'm perfect this time it will work (laughs) right which is a crazy approach if it isn't correctly signposted right like you can do it right you can have it be you have to be perfect but you have to fucking breadcrumb that shit you have to lead people to understand that they have to be perfect with their jumps and if you do not like before that sequence before you get to that sequence to even get into that area you have to have like a bunch of platforms like have a section where all you need to do is run as fast as you can to get past something right and then have a section where you need to jump perfectly to get past the section and then have a jump left a jump right and then a perfect run and like or two jumps right and the first jump has to be perfect and then a run right have that before you get into that section because otherwise nobody's gonna like it's literally trial and error at that point it is literally that's not puzzle solving in my opinion that is that's fucking throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks and that's not good puzzle solving it's specifically bad puzzle solving um Mm -hmm. which is yeah it's crazy coming off the most like the two most recent fucking platformers i've played were fucking i've played more cronkerio and uh where you've got fucking parkour maps where people are custom designing levels where they are doing that where they're like Mm. first you have to like First, you have to jump from wall to wall like you're the fucking Titanfall pilot, right? And the the platform that you're jumping from is a person thick. And then it's half that thick. And now it's one pixel off the wall. It's literally just enough for you to make the, like, make the run. And to make the jump at the end, you have to time it perfectly. And, like, even before that, it's shown you walls with pixels. Uh, pixel width fucking platforms. Like, even before that, like... Or the other one is fucking Doom, where, like, it was, again, exactly the fucking same. It's like, okay, well, these platforms are going to disappear from underneath you. These platforms, uh, you need to, like, the fucking, what's it called? The boost replenisher, uh, or the dash replenisher, right, will only work if you do it this way, right? Like, it fucking breadcrumbs you. It fucking... And fucking Ori 2 is a fucking puzzle platformer at heart that's the fucking bread and butter of this game and they don't even do that that's fucking crazy it's insane Hmm. uh i felt like i've said it's crazy it's insane a lot uh i I like that exact phrase it's almost a catchphrase uh but like seriously it it blows my mind that that it is the way it is because yeah 
It just it wound up with me feeling lost a lot, like really lost because I felt like I just didn't, I I couldn't like the game wasn't telling me. Yeah, it it feels like to me they went too far in one direction. Like uh, the last game was very fast paced and catering to a very specific audience, right? And then this one, they were like, "Oh, people found that last one too hard. Yep. We're gonna." We're going to change the difficulty. We're going to put a bunch more signposts in there and like that sort of stuff. And then you get to this one and it's like a weird spot in the middle where they haven't figured out like which side they want to go on. Yeah. And so it tells you to do some things and then it doesn't tell you to do other things. And so when it tells you to do the really basic stuff or stuff or not even that stuff that is like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that unless you told me. Or like I would have puzzle figured that like uh, that's like a little puzzle thing I would have figured out. And sometimes it does that where you do something and you're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then on the other side, they're like, they don't, don't tell you the projectile thing, like how to dodge something and the projectiles will shoot, how to open this door. You just kind of figure it out yourself. I feel oh, like people oh, are going to get the stuck fucking, there. The stomp mechanic. Fuck that. That is so fucking, that's dog shit, right? You cannot have the the one you have to buy right and you have to upgrade the skill from the dude that you buy skills from right because that's a fucking core ability already gets through the progress of the first fucking game and it's locked behind something you have to purchase and upgrade and so when i was going through like how the fuck do i do this shit how like how do i get the fucking lantern right i'm like i don't fucking know uh i guess i need to stomp through these fucking floors Right, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, well, you just use the hammer. You got the hammer, right?" I'm like, "If you're lying about this fucking hammer, I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> the and hammer then was sh- the first thing I bought. <laughs> oh, it was not what I bought, and I'm like, "I don't fucking know what what fucking hammer. What? How do you get a fucking hammer? Why would he have a fucking hammer, right?" And it's literally the stomp mechanic from the first game, suddenly locked behind a fucking something you have to purchase, which is. It's crazy. It's insane. Like, like, no, seriously. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck, Ori? Now it's locked behind. Oh, there was that and the fucking the rocks. I have to solve a puzzle based on some rocks that are out of focus in the background. Get yeah, fucked. Right? It was explicitly simple. Once I worked out that I wasn't supposed to be trying to read the rocks. Which is what the guy says he needs to do, right? Once it's literally just, uh, oh, they're different. S- uh, yeah, fuck it. Fuck that puzzle. They're different sized rocks. You didn't rocks. play music, did you? Huh? <laughs> and, like, I'm like, well, I guess, like, is there notations on the rocks or something? Like, like music Or do you need or- an item to read them? Yeah. Like... The other do, thing do I went fucking looking for, because you yeah. do find a fucking tablet. You find a map tablet. I don't know if you found mm. this. I yeah. did, yeah. yeah. With, with notes on it or something. Yeah. Fucking cool. Fucking knobs. And then, yeah, you fucking work it out, and you're like, right, cool. Well, that was... Anyway. And then, yeah. Holy fuck. Fuck that shit. God damn it. I was so grumpy oh. about so much of this game, just because... I felt inadequate, right? Like, I felt like a fucking dipshit. Because when you get through it, like, when I got through the Mirkwood, when, when I found the tiny part that happened to be, like, 
had I had accidentally flushed against the wall, right? When I found that, I'm like, oh my god, this is so comically simple. Yeah. Like, how big a fucking dipshit am I that I couldn't fucking work this out? And there's that. That's the other thing, right? Like, there is a significant chance that I am there. That worked. Good work with the old blinds. You really fixed that. Now they're just still in your fucking eyes. Anyway, uh, yeah, like there's definitely a chance that I am ascribing some, right? Some of Ori's fault, some of my own faults to Ori, right? I do not expect that I should be able to get every puzzle on the first try. The idea of a puzzle is that you have to, like, work them out, right? But mm. if you're going to have a fucking dickhead bird standing there specifically leading me in a different direction that's a fucking dick move right uh and yeah if the entire crux of me solving an area is that i jumped far enough to the right at one point instead of like falling directly down to the left the only reason i worked out the Merkwood was because i fucked like when i went back down to work it out for the 40th fucking time because there wasn't any like that's there was no fast travel bit down there either like you don't unlock yeah. a fast travel down there until fucking forever so if you're doing the Merkwood, you're doing the fucking Merkwood, or you're giving up and going back and then making a long trip back down hmm. the only reason yeah was because one time i strayed far enough right to see a, a platform that went a, in, in a different direction uh like a, a piece of land that, that went off to the right uh most like the rest of the time i'd been falling like literally trying to catch keep up with this fucking firefly as it fell and i'd missed it and like that's fucking that's cooked it's a it's it's just not how you make a fucking puzzle game seriously mm -hmm. uh so anyway uh yeah even if it was technically flawless ori wouldn't be getting a fucking nine for me or an eight Hmm. Uh, if we did scores, uh, if I put a score on my review, I suppose I could have, but I just didn't. Uh, it would be a four-point scoring system, and I would give it a two, hmm. which is not a five. Uh, in the ten-point system, it would just be a wait for a sale, essentially. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's essential. I don't think it's essential playing. Um, it's gorgeous. Uh, like I said, fantastic soundtrack. Although I did want, I did imagine uh, murdering um, all of the audio designers every time I failed a race, and it would play that fucking musical sting at the start of the race again. I actually had to stop. Like I did because I did all the races, and by the second last race, I actually just took my like turn. I turned the sound off on my headphones. I just didn't want to hear it anymore. I didn't want to hear... Like, I didn't even fuck anymore. I was just done. Because mm. I knew I was going to fail the race a couple of times. And I just didn't want to hear that. Well, it like, reset every fucking time. And also, I didn't need a fucking path. I didn't need the path of the fucking race every time I reset either. Yeah, it's, it's a long time to get that going again. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, just fucking... Could I please just do this race again? I know I fucked up. It's bad enough that I have to wait three seconds to start it. Let's just go. Um, 
especially on some of them where like by the end i don't know if you noticed this but uh they were pretty reliant on no the water world race there wasn't the end it was actually pretty early i just didn't do it because i figured it would be a cunt um mm. the water world race the opportunities to differentiate yourself i didn't watch uh the number one player in the world but the opp opportunities to differentiate yourself i don't know uh i guess i've just worked out how the i watched one person who was number one in the world and they were like four seconds faster than me i'm like i don't even fucking understand how i think it was in like the snow area i'm like i just got no fucking like how how did they even move that way but i realize now that they had an ability that you get right at the end of the game and being giant fucking wieners they went back and did all the races so they could beat everyone's time um yeah, yeah. that's how you do the section the because you got to do the like the water world race is you got to jump up those bubbles right yeah uh and you bounce off the bubbles and uh you get a lot of height out of them but the timing of the bubbles is fixed so if you were to do it without extra abilities that you could get right at the end of the fucking game uh your capacity is limited like you basically are you cannot outpace the the ghost or the developer until after that section right mm -hmm. you're locked in there's there's no going faster than it because mm. that like your ability to do that section is is set in stone by the where those bubbles are at any one point in time right if you were to go faster then you would hit the bubbles earlier and if you hit the bubbles earlier you would hit the top bubble at a point i literally did this at a point where it, you can't make the final leap you can't get enough height to get there um so yeah uh that's not that's i don't think that's a good race system i don't know um and it was very tedious trying to match my pace with the ghost uh because i could definitely go faster but then you reach the bubbles and you're like oh right okay well i'll just right. fucking wait for this ghost yeah um anyway yeah I, I feel like um if i was doing a written review for it for a publication and i needed to put at first i probably would have said i'll wait for the day one patch and then i'll put a review up but because the reviews were embargoed for before the release and if i needed to put up a score it probably would have been i mean uh leo put i think he gave it a 7.7 .7. yeah mine probably would have been about a four or a three at that stage uh, and he was getting shit for his review yeah uh like i was having way too many technical problems but aside from that like gameplay issues where it was affecting how I could play the game. Yeah. Um, like some of that stuff has been fixed now. And, it, you know, if I was forced to put a review up, because reviews can be very, for publications that, that need to have a review up before embargo, because that is like their bread and butter. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't read reviews after they have the game's out. They yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless you've reviewed a game too skewly in one direction and then you'll cop shit for yeah. a week about how you're a giant fanboy um oh wait but yeah i probably i probably would have been given until it until the next well, game is released but yeah <laughs> i i probably would have um 
yeah, three or four it at that stage because it was too broken, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. You know, a broken game to me is not a seven or a six. No. It's much lower. Yeah. Uh, they, they obviously did fix it in the day one patches, but uh, the performance stuff. But at that stage, like, I had too many issues that were affecting my gameplay that affected the way I experienced that game. Yeah. Which, at the end of the day, I can't magically forget that and be like, oh, they fixed that now. Maybe it'll be better. Like, you're reviewing your experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if I buy a car and all of these cars have a fucking spring and every once in a while pokes you in the ass, uh, you know, that's not good, but, oh, you can deal with that. Like, it's fine. They'll yeah. fix it eventually. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, no, it's coming. They've got, like, a seat fixer. It's, yeah. It's coming. Well, the car violently just, like, pulls itself to the right every once in a while. Yeah. It's fine. Like they'll. It's not. Not everyone's going to have that problem. Just some people. Yeah. And they might fix it for you. Mm. <laughs> no, that's like. That's what I'm. Ha- that's the problem I'm having. Yeah. Uh, and there were too many problems. I. I said this. It's probably the wo- the mo- the buggiest game I've reviewed in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they needed another month and a half, maybe maybe six more weeks to to polish it. They like you said, they had two day one patches. Yep. The first day one patch did not I don't know what they did, but it didn't didn't seem to fix anything. No. Um the day the second day day one patch didn't fix it all, but it it uh improved. Yeah. Improved stuff. So uh, I think it uh I don't know how it's running on the default Xbox platforms, like your Xbox One and your Xbox One S. Yeah. Probably but not great. It's yeah, Xbox One X. I've seen the some of the people that do like benchmarking tests on it. Doesn't seem to be running great still. Yeah, uh, and f- for me, having way too many technical issues. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty disappointing that all that stuff happened. Um, but I can see like there's definitely some really cool stuff that that game is doing that I think is a lot of fun. Uh, I just think they needed more time. To, to fix up some of these design problems and then uh, the performance and technical stuff. That's the thing, man. Like, those are... Like, it has design issues. Like, yeah. game design issues. It, these, like... My problems with it aren't technical. They are fundamental. Right? Mm. Like... Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you could fix them. Short of getting the gap to pre-review your game for you. Like... Yeah, I I don't think you could. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, that's the thing. Like, I saw this stuff when I previewed it. I saw, like, the projectile thing. I just figured that I wasn't supposed to get past that bit because it was a preview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The only reason I knew what to do was because I remembered it from the first game. That's Uh, the same with me. I remembered it. Yeah. Um, And it was basically my bread and butter as well. Holy fuck. Those combat shrines, like that's ninety percent. Oh, you project all over them. Yeah, holy shit! And like, bosses. Yeah, and bosses as well. Like, yeah, the game doesn't tell you. No, no. It's... Or at least the version I played did not tell you. The yeah. two versions that I played did not tell me. I'm not going to go back and see they put a tutorial in there now. Yeah, or or just fix the text on the tutorial that exists. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or make it obvious. It doesn't teach you. Like, there's a bunch of situations where you get a new ability and it teaches you. It doesn't teach you that you need to fire these projectiles at a thing, so... 
anyway, it's, it sounds like we're very much shitting on this game a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't hate it as much as I think you did. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't hate it. I really, really liked parts of it. Um, yeah. I just... Uh, Disappointed. <laughs> I'm, yeah, staggered at, at the mistakes, at the missteps it makes. Um, yeah. Also, unskippable cutscenes. I wrote about this in the review. Probably more than I should, but fuck, I hate unskippable cutscenes. Oh my god. And they were so useless in Ori. They were so mis misused. They had to be hiding loading screens. But holy shit, man. Like a static image of a giant frog yapping for fucking 30 seconds? Why is that unskippable? All these, like, it's... He's not, like, he's not talking. It's not like they got fucking Sir Ian McKellen to do his fucking voice work. You're not trying to, like, let people have the gravitas <laughs> sit upon them while this giant frog says some shit. Right, he's, it's, I, I'm ninety percent sure it's gibberish. All right, it's a made up language. There's, there's subtitles on the screen already. I'm allowed to skip through some text in the game already. Why the fuck do I have to watch this giant frog talk? Fucking in, oh my god, that drove me crazy. And it happened quite a bit. There was one cutscene that I thought I was okay with being. Uh, unskippable a single one um and maybe one that i could hear arguments one other that i could hear arguments for but otherwise i shouldn't be yeah. able to fucking tap through that shit constantly i did not need mokis to show up every time i went to a new area stop me from walking places and go oh the water's clean clean so clean fresh and clean i'm like shut the fuck up you little cunts i don't give a fuck what you say ever Fuck them. Fuck Mokis. Fucking little pricks as well. Like, just a little <laughs> bag of dicks. Um, yeah, anyway. That's <laughs> Fair enough. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is out now on uh, Xbox One X, Xbox One, uh, PC, and uh, Game Pass as well. Plan on Game Pass. Plan on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. That's that game. And we got one more here. I've been going for a while. Um, this one is insane. It's a game that actually came out. I don't believe that we've got this last one on the list. <laughs> I don't understand how we could. It yes. doesn't make sense to me. Uh, yeah. A, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone actually came out. Uh, seven months after we said Battle Royale definitely existed. Seven yeah. months after the two of us went to the multiplayer review event and walked away and both literally wrote there is going to be <laughs> battle royale in call of duty modern warfare uh they yeah. won't confirm it but we guarantee it seven months after people on the internet definitely called us into question and called us out over our uh, our certainty on this uh call of duty modern warfare has a battle royale mode warzone it's 150 players, uh, squads of three for some reason, and uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Uh, the people that make good multiplayer games made made a good multiplayer game. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Um, although what I am because they by the same token, people are 
exceptionally good at marketing did a woeful job at marketing this so like <laughs> yeah, terrible job <laughs> so this leaked day eh? it leaked um leaked so far early i mean the week no the the day before it actually because oh, yeah. i mean there's obviously right. been leaks about this thing coming and whatnot but they were um they were trying to do the apex style launch of surprise this thing's happening whereas apex there weren't maybe the day before or there was murmurs about them doing something um that is because they'd had flown in a bunch of uh content creators (laughs) and media in to to play the game and give give them feedback on it but that did not leak at all like that wasn't on websites everywhere uh this was a youtuber who accidentally posted their video 12 hours early (laughs) and full-on revealed the game (laughs) yeah uh, they didn't um, even like accidentally post it. They posted it unlisted, and they must have shared it for to a friend. Yeah, who and then someone shared a, the a link. A former friend, I assume. Uh, yeah, but like, holy shit, man! Yeah. yeah. So this one was. This has been leaked so many times. It's almost like unthinkable. Like the amount of times people have been like, you know, seven months ago, we were like definitely a battle royale listen to the way they talk about though well, they won't talk about it uh and then mm. a couple of months later and they're like oh yeah there's rumors and then a couple of months later and like oh yeah it's definitely coming it's called warzone it's got 150 uh sorry 200 players um and and then uh you know a week or two later oh here's the map a week or two later oh this is what they're doing with it uh it's definitely coming yeah, out people this are data, data mining the updates so yeah <laughs> there's references to people accidentally like queuing into the fucking uh tutorial for it and all this kind of shit and then um yeah then this dude leaked it again it's uh it's leak central he announced it <laughs> yeah, basically. he officially announced it yeah but uh yeah uh I hope that dude doesn't get punished too hard. Obviously, uh, <clears throat> he's under NDA, NDA and, and Activision reserves the right to fuck him as f- hard as they want. Uh, but it wasn't... This it is Activision's seem, it fault as well. Like, malicious. From the marketing. Uh, yeah, that too. And yeah, like, it was like so much of it was already out there. Uh, and yeah. He... he he posted unlisted like it's the only way for them to do a lot of a lot of their job it'd be like if i sent through some embargoed fucking review and uh yeah on google docs or something yeah and someone shared the google doc it'd be like like uh, yeah obviously that's my fault to some extent but you understand that's it wasn't my intention right like Hmm. anyway um so it's out or was it? It's it is out. It's out now. It came out yesterday. Yep. Um, it was available for uh, I think four hours for people that had purchased Modern Warfare. At, at and the two in the morning apparently. I thought it was one, but it's two in the morning. Well, it was oh, yeah Australia. over here in um, PDT or PDS. I can't even. I don't even know. We're in daylight savings time over here now. Yep. It was eight thirty in the morning, well, somewhere around then. Um, and then they gave about a four hour buffer for people. Uh, to jump in and play it and then the ones that wanted to jump in because it's a free-to-play game were able to download the client for the battle royale for for warzone and uh and they could play it at that time which is i think it's a good way of doing it because 
it alleviates the stress on everybody jumping in at the same time. You've now broken it up into two sections of like, you know, maybe shit falls over at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, they can push that four hour window back further until they solve the network issues or, or that sort of stuff. You don't have millions of millions of people jumping in all at the same time and just crashing the servers, which is something I didn't experience. Six it, it million, ran completely fine. Way. Six they've announced it, six, six million. million. Yep. Six yep. million the only, in the first twenty four hours, which is we we jumped twice, in at one stage. We we jumped in at one stage and um we had a couple of issues with maybe one game where yep. it was a little bit laggy for about ten seconds, but otherwise it's been pretty haven't had server disconnects or anything like that. So apparently server it's not playable on Xbox because Okay. Uh, everything updated all at once. Racy was we were, I was playing with Racy last night and he was saying that uh Gears of War updated, Rainbow Six had its giant eighty gig update or whatever the fuck it was. Uh mm. yeah, all this shit was updating and so yeah. Uh apparently it fell over a little bit. But um Yeah. That's yeah. not Activision's fault, I don't think. No. Um and that's yeah, that's yeah. not the server shitting their pants, that's uh the patching shitting its pants. Uh, yeah. but, but yeah because it was a giant patch it was 20 gigs if you already had uh, it installed yeah uh, and 100 gig if you were just getting the free to play yeah yeah um, so yeah uh, like you said 150 players is the uh, the player cap uh, three um, people in an actual squad you can play as solos duos or trios so it just means it'll chuck you into a uh, another team with people um, or, you or you don't have to have another team of people you can click on don't fill yeah. but you're always going up against uh, at least Two. three yeah they're not splitting it which is cool they're not having different queues uh, yeah. the the map uh, Verdansk is enormous it's it's huge I think it's a is it like a 10 by 10 I haven't really looked but it seems like it's bigger than um, it is huge uh, I don't know how big yeah most of it is playable area it, it, it like it is not wa- like a lot of water or anything. It's it's pretty much all land. Um, there are mountains and stuff around the side that you can still see on the map, but it's like an out of bounds area. And then down the bottom, you've got a bit of a bit of water down there. Um, but for the most part, it is like it is land, underground tunnels and and that sort of thing. Uh, it's got vehicles. It's got um, some really really interesting gameplay mechanics in terms of um, you know your basic circles that have it there's a gas that's around and you can't survive outside the gas otherwise you get uh you take a lot of damage like probably a lot more than most of the uh, battle royales out there you can't survive long unless you've got a a gas mask Mm. uh and that'll give you about 15 seconds to get back inside the zone so there's a really high tick rate on damage outside the zone um it starts off in a pretty big area and then that counts down there's a, a bunch of different circles that it goes through and on top of that, you've got like contracts that you can get. Uh, and the way the contracts work is that you'll pick them up on the ground and that'll allow you to uh, do different mission types. So sometimes it might be like a scavenger mission where you need to go and find a certain number of crates out in the world. And if you secure those crates, you get items, you'll get um, currency, some money. And uh, you'll also get like a... Um, 
a percentage based on top of your like rewards. So the more contracts you do, the more rewards you'll get. Like it'll be like a 20% bonus or now you've got like a 60% bonus. And so that increments every time you do one of these missions. There's stuff in there like uh, there's a contract for bounty hunting. You can go find other teams and challenge them. There's secure areas. Uh, What else is there? They're the Uh, kind of three that I can think of. Yeah, the crates, the bounty hunter, and and the secure area. Yeah. Oh, it must be only three. Um, So there's like gameplay missions. They sort of elaborated a little bit on the Firestorm mechanic where they would put like uh, flag markers around the map. And you'd go and capture the point and that'd give you a bunch of items. But this is sort of taking that a step further um, and putting actual missions out. And so you've got money now. And what you do with the money is you're able to call in a bunch of different items you can call in kill kill streaks uh and the, the kill streaks they've got in the game at the moment are uavs portable uavs they've got uh cluster strikes and then a uh, uh i can't remember the third one what it's actually called but it just pulls it throws in a aerial strike that machine guns the, yeah, the entire area oh it's just called airstrike yeah yeah let's call it airstrike <laughs> i've never used it because it looks this? terrible <laughs> Uh, yeah, I only um, use it when I pick it up off dead bodies. Yeah, and these are based on stations that are spread out, like buying stations around the map. Yeah, and you can also get other things in the map. You can get, uh, sorry, in those stations, you can refill your ammo. You can uh, no, um, buy. You can't do ammo. I think there's an ammunition box. Is there? I thought that was a loadout. All right. Well, you maybe may, you might maybe, be right. Maybe. The first one's check. armor. The first okay. One's, uh, I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. There is stuff. Look, we've only played it for a couple of hours. <laughs> for a couple of hours. Um, 15. Um, yeah, 15 hours. Yeah, and then there's um, a bunch of different items in there as well. So there's like a there's like a dozen of different different things you can actually pick up and, and spend your currency on. Uh, the one that I don't like is the loadout box. And... This is something that is like a care package in PUBG or um, supply drop in Apex Legends where randomly they'll drop these packages, but you can also call one in. Mm. And that allows you to pick a loadout weapon from your Modern Warfare customization uh, screen. And and, uh, I think that's a huge problem because uh, and it's something you brought up, which I didn't know was possible. Being able to bring in map or weapons that aren't actually in this particular mode. So the one you were talking about was a shield, a riot shield, right? Yeah. Um, so people were running around with riot shields, which aren't actually, as far as I'm aware, I haven't seen them, a part of no. stuff you can pick up. Uh, so anyway, negating that, you've now gone from a game that is supposed to be a battle royale that its core concept is about landing in spots looting and getting better loot yep. instead what they're doing now is they're incentivizing people to get this care package calling their favorite guns and then use that instead yeah and that's a funnel dis- like it's disconnect between what this mode should be uh so in my opinion they need to piss off load the loadout selection what, what i think they need to do right is don't don't get rid of them don't get like make it so that right do i'm not sure exactly how modern warfare does it it's definitely got like points for guns but they need to have warzone only a warzone only loadout screen 
right? And sure. on that Warzone only loadout, right, you get rid of all the shit that you can't normally use. Like, you can't use mm. the specialist system in uh, Warzone, so it tells you straight up you, it's useless. Can't use perks. Um, you can use perks. Oh, is it certain perks? No. Or is a it a lot of perks? Because oh, uh, there's, a, there's a message that says you can't use something. I was like, oh, you mustn't be able to use this. The specialist is the thing that allows you to get like six perks instead of just three, but oh. you don't get kill streaks. Um, no, you can, but like certain perks work different ways. So I think, uh, I think Hardline makes. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Like you get more money out of missions or um, you're more likely to find kill streaks in crates and stuff like that this right? must be like, why people like some of the items were cheaper sometimes yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. been running that perk yeah 100 okay. um so you can still like uh, allow them to have the perks um but make it so that you can't do whatever the fucking i can't remember the one where you can have two primary weapons make it so you can't have that fucking perk first of all yeah. Uh, like, just restrict things, right? That's... If you have Warzone-only loadouts, you can restrict the the way it works so you're not able to walk into... Uh, walk up to a fucking crate and then walk away with... With your favorite gun. Quadruple like, the price. But, no, you can still find them on the map and stuff, right? Like, make them single-use. Uh, like, because I think five people can use one before it fucking disappears. Uh, yeah. Or at least three. At least three people can use it. I'm pretty sure I saw two other dudes use one and then we ran up and used it afterwards. Um, after we killed them. Uh, yeah, but you can also like get rid of certain weapons. The fucking Riot Shield is banned in the CDL. Why the fuck would it be allowed to... Like, it, if it doesn't work in a competitive setting... It's not going to work. Like, if it's clearly created to work in certain environments, in certain situations. Uh, mm. It's never going to work in Battle Royales. It is impossible to deal with. Uh, if if there's a team of three and one of them has a right shield, you're cooked. It is literally, in my opinion, Clash from Rainbow Six. Clash is the operator who is banned by the devs for six months out of every fucking 12 because they can't work out how to balance her as she is comically imbalanced, right? Like, she is so fucking broken, they don't want to get rid of her, so they just make her not available for half the fucking year because uh, yeah. they can't work it out. But in, like... I guess they've added all those frag grenades so that you can maybe deal with Clash in Rainbow Six. I'm getting off topic. The fucking riot shields in Call of Duty, you don't have the opportunity. They, like, they block enough that yeah. and you don't take enough damage. If you've got full fucking shields, right, a frag grenade isn't going to fucking drop you, right? You need to get around behind them. If there's two people standing behind them with guns, you're not getting behind them. Your best opportunity is C4, uh, which is exactly how you used to deal with Monty. They literally just introduced a solution to Monty in Rainbow Six. That like the same fucking day they, that Warzone came out, they introduced, they finally introduced a solution to Mont uh, Montaigne in Rainbow Six. 
Like, there's no such thing. Just get rid of fucking riot shields. You have to get rid of riot shields in fucking Warzone. They're fucking... I guarantee you we're going to start seeing nothing but riot shields in Warzone. Because, yeah, like you said, crates are too powerful as it is. Just make it so that you can't get fucking primary weapons out of them. Yeah. Like, you don't get weapons. Don't go to them for perks, right? You can keep them yeah. at the same price. If you go to them for, for the perks, because perks are fucking awesome, and that makes them worth picking up, uh, worth going to, right? Go for perks and, um, like, make it so you can have two fucking uh, lethal and two non-lethal grenades if you go to a fucking crate, right? So that way, you're going to a crate because you'll guarantee two of your favorite fucking lethal and two mm. of your favorite non-lethal, and you get the perks. That's value, in my opinion, right? That is worth the fucking trip um also getting your favorite weapons customized to the hilt however the fuck you want them uh that's a specific amount of imbalance that i'm not happy with because it also incentivizes and uh and helps players who have played for a lot longer uh because yeah. they've got everything unlocked uh that's it like it's double oh. weapon xp and double fucking xp at the moment so i unlocked everything literally yesterday uh like everything um but yeah it's it's still or just to add on to that like people figuring out what is the op thing for this mode and then all of a sudden oh i don't need to get a whatever gun is in the game i can just go straight to my care package yeah and get it within the first five minutes because all you need to really do it is, is loot a bunch of houses yeah. and off you go that's, yeah, that, that's my that and, specific yeah. problem with it is that I don't think there's going to be a way for them to fix it unless they... I just don't want it in there because I think it should be a looting game. Like, you go from trying to find better weapons. I think get rid of the loadout system in there. Um, make it drop, like you said, two perks. Make it drop a legendary. Um, you just don't get a choice of what's in it. And that Doesn't way you get it. Doesn't the crate in PUBG give you everything you need, though? Right? Like, you go to a crate in PUBG and you get... Uh, you get armor. A what? You get a ghillie suit. class fucking like primary weapon you get all yeah. the armor you could require uh like level three everything like how is it different how is it no, i'm saying that that's what this should do here right but it shouldn't give you an op weapon that people can figure out what is the best weapon and then all of a sudden because everybody can call it in they're all over the place right now they're so cheap to call in they're six thousand dollars that's I, I extremely cheap huge waste of money but uh like but if you call that, if you pull all your money in yeah. for between you, you can get one in a couple minutes, three minutes, or I can Yeah, that's minutes. what I'm saying. It should be single use only, right? If it's single use only, it's just a crate. Hmm. Right? Like, it's literally just a crate at that point. Yeah. Anyway, you, I think they'll balance it. And if you get rid of primary weapons, like you can't bring in primary, primary weapons, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that would be a huge fix. It would still be worth going to, it'd still be something you'd go to. It would just be, like, yeah, not wildly imbalanced. Um, yeah, because at the moment it is crazy imbalanced. Yeah, um, and I think we'll start seeing that being exploited a bit more. Like, the game has only been out for 28 hours, hours, not even. Uh, and I think that's something we'll see a lot more have been exploited. But I, I, I think they'll fix it. I think they'll fix it. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh Moving on, we've got uh, a new armor system 
compared yeah. to, to Blackout. So there's no more... You don't have tiers of shields anymore. You've now got... Everybody starts off with the same um, shield and you can put armor plates into your uh, into your body. And you can carry, I think, a maximum of five plates at yep. a time. Uh, whenever one is damaged... Yeah, whenever a plate is damaged, you pull it out and you replace it with uh, a new plate. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's... 10% damage it'll just replace that specific bar on the plate um, so it's using like the um, Apex Legends slash Firestorm mechanic of you use well, it's, I guess it's a little bit more like Firestorm right because the way that Apex Legends works is you use a battery and it full, fills up an entire 100 uh, fragments whereas this game is just getting rid of that damaged bar yeah, um, and then getting you know some people are suggesting that it should do like the whole hundred points or whatever it is, um, as opposed to re- just removing the damage section. Right. Which would be, you know, I don't know, interesting change. Um, but yeah, it, it means that you're not looking for higher tier armor. You're just carrying these plates now, which is an awesome change. It's really smart. Yeah. Um, really good change the other thing is once you are downed um you can crawl away so very similar to uh, apex legends in terms of that Um, you are able to be revived which is pretty pretty quick there's no healing items in the game uh, in terms of like first aid kits or everything you you just kind of hide in a corner for a couple of seconds and your health will be recharged but unless you've got armor you're going to be shredded pretty quickly like the time to kill without having armor is very very fast um, yeah but it, it makes for some really tense situations of like trying to hide behind cover and get people up um so that stuff is really well done yep um what happens when you die you go into the gulag which is this coliseum in the prison where you have a one versus one fight in the bathrooms and the winner out of that gets put back into the game um which is hilarious. It's really, it's so smart. <laughs> it's such a smart idea. Because um, you've got 150 people. There's people all over the place when you drop in, uh, in the game. And you can die pretty quickly. And so this gives you an opportunity. Your entire squad could be wiped out. Um, this gives you an opportunity to jump back in the game pretty fast. And uh, yeah, try again without having to re-queue. Uh, I think it's, it's a really smart game design. Um so there's that the people above watching you can throw rocks and give people information so like if you know if someone else dies in your squad you can relay information to where they are in that particular fight which is really cool um if you do manage to die you're not out of the game entirely your team can then buy you back into the game using those buy stations and they need 4500 uh cash in order to do that and you can do that as much as you want uh, throughout the game as long as there are buy stations up uh but the, you can only fight in the gulag once the entire yeah. match, and it stops at a certain point where you can't be res- you can't get back in anymore. Yeah. So yeah, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? The the gulag's fucking amazing. Uh, is I guarantee you it's in Fortnite within a month or two. Um, they they're doing something like it in in Fortnite ASAP. It is fucking phenomenal. It drags like it, yeah. If it if it has a fault. And I don't, I don't consider this a fault, but if it has a fault, it drags games out. 
uh, so much longer because going out once is not going out. You are you can come back in. Um, the games itself are only about twenty three minutes. I think we're averaging about twenty to twenty five minutes a game. They're not super long. Yeah, no, than PUBG, which is surprising because there are so many fucking people in every yeah. game. Um, but yeah, like it, it, like I think it's a positive. Right, like I don't think it's dragging the game out. I think it is extending. It's causing more action as well. Yeah, exactly. Right, because like, there's more stuff happening all the time. And there's like there's that, like you definitely at a huge disadvantage if you land uh, and you've only got a pistol, but you can do some shit. I have a clip uh, of me landing. Uh, I win the gulag fight. Um, I, I was playing with I think Squirrel and Tom, or maybe Racing Tom, Squirrel, Squirrel mm-hmm. and Tom. Uh, I have, I land, I win my gulag fight. Those two lost their gulag fight. Uh, and so my my goal is to get enough money to respawn them. Yeah. And uh, I fucking, I jumped, I landed, I think it was at a TV station. Um, landed, it was completely looted. There were people down on the ground. I landed on the roof. So I jumped in a helicopter and just flew the fuck away, uh, basically into the center of the circle. Uh, bailed out, landed on a roof, uh, got one more gun, and there was a fuck ton of gunfire just off to my, like, just away. Uh, I could hear it. I couldn't see it, but I could see the blips on my fucking minimap. They were that close, like inside 100 meters. So I ran over, jumped up on top of the roof. There they were. They are having a fight, and I just fucking emptied into them. Um, got one down. I had the, like... The, I had two white weapons, I think it was. Maybe like a white and a green like SMG, but the SMG didn't have like a scope. It was like iron sights and so I'm like spraying but not doing any damage. So I just fucking jumped off, parachuted down, sawed down and the, like cut the parachute. Uh, I think I cut the... Or did I... I landed and like jumped. like But in midair, I fucking ended one dude, switched guns, ended the other dude, dropped down, shot another dude and bingo banker i've got like fucking eleven thousand bucks or something mm. i'm like let's go let's get you back in and then i died but uh <laughs> i died horribly uh i was still woefully outmatched um there were about fucking 15 other people around me but um nevertheless like that was fucking sick right i went into that fight with dick all i didn't have like i didn't have any armor i didn't have any fucking i had no ammo for my assault rifle at the end of the, the first fucking fight. Uh, hmm. Like, it was whew, sick, right? That's what I'm talking about. That's what the Gulag does. It gives you the opportunity to fucking get back in and try and make something happen. And if you don't make something happen, if you die anyway, it doesn't matter, right? Because once you die in a battle royale, you're dead, man. Like, it's yeah. over, right? Like, that's fine that's what you get that's how battle royales work it's just a second fucking chance to yeah. to it's make story spectacular yeah. yeah and that's that's so sick and yeah i love being able to like buy people back in they parachute back down uh we were playing with fucking i was playing with jai and he was landing again um and he was marked like he was the bounty target as he was he hadn't put feet on the ground yet and he was the bounty target i'm like yeah find the bounty target fine like i'll just go fucking hold up this actually might get us some gear and some money so i can get racy back in uh but it's jai i'm like he doesn't even have a fucking gun yet like what the fuck is this shit so he's like belting like we're just piss bolting 
in the opposite direction. Uh, we had enough money. Like I, basically, what had happened is uh, we were third partying a team, and then uh, uh, we got fourth partied uh, mm. at the at the worst possible time, and uh, and then so yeah, Racy and Jai died, got finished, died, and I managed to kill the rest of them. But the team we were third partying, they won their fight. And so they wanted a fucking taste. They wanted to come get us. So I'm like, I've basically just piss bolted all over the, like, all over the corpses, gotten what I could, shields, uh, whatever lethals, and all the money. I'm running out of there with, like, a fuck ton of money, like 15k. Like, these dudes were cashed up. Like, we're doing okay. Um, Running away. And I'm like, I'll just get Racy back in. It'll be, it'll be Gucci. Uh, And then. I actually did it. We got we got Racy back in. Uh, we managed to fight off uh, the bounty. So we actually, like, we got a fuck ton of money out of the, that as well. Uh, running into the circle. Uh, I think there were three teams left. And Jai's like, oh, my wife's time. i got to go. And that's when we came third. Because uh, <laughs> he jumped off the roof and then ran out in the open and got murdered because uh, he was going to find out where they were but all it really did was tell them where we were so um, it made things really difficult when we had to make a run across an open field uh, yeah we just got sort of picked off uh, that's actually one thing that um, I think it does really poorly is uh, it feels like when it's there are a lot of like really enclosed city scapes and they have the fights in those are fucking awesome uh i've always always loved urban uh fights in uh in battle royales more than uh, anything um because i feel like it contains the action and uh mm. gives you a chance to win one fight and then fight off the third party but uh there are large sections where there is fucking nothing happening on this map like not even fucking houses to loot right like just empty fucking like down down the south there's probably about a 500 meter like wide gap where just nothing happens on the south of that fucking map uh we landed at park and we were walking out of there with like fucking like i had two pistols like I found a second pistol. That's my fucking loadout for the fucking start. It's a named area. Why the fuck yeah. is it that bad? That's is that the one where I shot the guy out of the sky? Yes, <laughs> sky well, shooting the dude on the way down. It was fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I like, the, but that's right at the south of the map. The only the I guess the prison is like in the far southeast. That's at the very south of the map, and that has a bunch of shit. But apart from that, there is literally a chunk of that fucking map where there's nothing at all. Mm. And uh, it's like, that's, that's like, if the circle ends there, that's... Sniper City. It is. It is literally just Sniper City. Anyone with a Balti is fucking Gucci, right? Like, they're ready to rock because they can line you up from fucking forever. And those Baltis do a fuck ton of damage. I've, like, I've been running around with a Balt as... I. In PUBG, I will generally never use a bolt action because um, I, I don't want to miss a lot. It, it hurts my soul too much. But uh, mm. 
yeah in fucking in this it it doesn't matter that much they do so much damage that it's worth having a punt and then you've got your secondary uh if if you need it and you can always swap it out right like it's goofy how much fucking damage you wind up doing with a bolty and yeah you just yeah. wind up in situations where it heavily very heavily favors rng um i don't think they they i don't think they should get rid of sniper rifles it's not like riot shields right riot shields are a problem because yeah it, they are a problem in enclosed spaces and they're a problem if you haven't specifically got the tools required to deal with them if you haven't got a molly or a c4 a riot shield will fuck your day up right well should fuck your day up but uh yeah like or you don't like if you're solo against one you're fucked right um you basically have to deal with it the way you do in rainbow six which is split and then like go at it from there but you have to there's so much that goes into dealing with fucking riot shield yeah sniper rivals aren't the same sniper rivals you just literally need natural cover and there are giant sections of that map that have no natural cover which is something that they solved in PUBG, Miramar, they solved every, like every single time they've reworked parts of uh, Erangel, they've solved it like that big fucking part south of Mansion, south, north of Mansion uh, they put in the forest, the forest. to, to yeah. fix that exact, literally that problem uh, Apex, when they reworked uh, World's Edge, they fixed exactly that problem, like that is a common issue in battle royales uh that i'm surprised that they didn't run into because they warzone seems fucking gung-ho about stealing from other battle royales as much as humanly possible and i'm fucking about it i think they do a spectacular job of taking awesome bits from other games and making it work together this is just yeah. one thing i think map design lets it down a little bit and puts yeah way too much uh power in the hands of a bolt a good bolt action uh sniper when they when rng favors them and gives them the circle uh you are yeah there was there's one section in that map where you have about a fucking 150 meter run between one rock and another rock and it's yeah. like all right so i make it to that rock and then what are my fucking options hmm. hope they get fucking distracted yeah like that's I, I wonder how much of it is attached to performance and like yeah. all these players and because uh, it feels like it's a bit more barren in terms of the grass and things like that mm. like not there's no grass anywhere there's bushes and that sort of thing but but blackout had like grass on the hills and and you could go prone and that sort of thing whereas this is like none of that um so i wonder how much that sort of affects what they're trying to do just to try and uh you know keep limitations of how people's pcs will run or even just server server stuff but yeah, yeah I, I i get what you're talking about um but they could fix that with like natural cover like like death lays like in miramar right that's how they fixed it in miramar without the use of trees and shit they just sort of used undulating uh yeah terrain i think that works ways. pretty well um but yeah holy shit man um, I I'm fucking crazy impressed with this. Yeah. Um. Talk about should talk about looting. The way looting works. Yeah. Uh, it's very similar to like a Fortnite or um even 
Firestorm, where it just kind of spits everything out on the ground. Yep. Really easy to pick up. All the ammo that you run over, all the um, uh, secondaries, or sorry, your tactical stuff. If you've got like a grenade, it'll pick up a second grenade. Um, the actual items, like your, your weapons or maybe different types of gadgets you want, you can hold the button and it'll pick it up. So it's not like going into an inventory like Blackout and sort of micromanaging that sort of stuff. It's very, very streamlined now. Uh, I think it works pretty well for the most part. Um, I guess the only other changes I'd like to see is maybe uh, like a description or something. Like something I can pull up to be like, oh, what have I got? Because there's been cases where I've looked at my item and been like, I don't know what that is. Like, like what is it? Yeah. What what type of gun do I have? Or what type of secondary do I have? Is that a is that a flashbang or is that an incendiary or is that yeah. a decoy or is that? <laughs> like, I struggle to differentiate at a glance between stuns and flashbangs. So fucking hard. Yeah, uh, those two. Yeah. Holy shit, man! They look. Or like what? Oh, this gun's pretty cool. What is it? What do I have? Or uh, hey, Job's just dropped in. He doesn't have a weapon. I'm gonna drop Job a weapon. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, can't. Weapon. that sort of stuff um so i know they'll they'll look at all this and they'll fix it yeah um that's just criticism i've got but I, I really like the looting um the only other thing that i want to see them change is the uh the buy the the buying system you've got to like double click sometimes to be like i want to buy this and it's like do you confirm to buy this i'm like yes i like I, i'm running around in a hectic fight i don't want to get shot at while i'm standing in front of the station i want to just click it and go bam job's back in as opposed to job and then yes and then, all right, now, like, I don't want it to be two, two clicks. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe make it, like, an option in the options to be, like, do you want to confirm your purchases on the stations to, you know... Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Up. Like, auto-confirm, yeah. Yeah. Um, parachuting system, I really like. Uh, for the most part, I, I think it's pretty interesting. Like, put cut, you were able to cut your parachute and then glide and yep. then pull your parachute again. You get pretty far distance with that. And so it's sort of like an in-between it's not really the wingsuit from blackout um but it's still free falling you can still do a lot of it uh you can also pull it at certain distances in from the ground which means that you're um you know you can get on those high high cliffs and jump off and parachute your way down i love that sort of stuff i really liked it in blackout having the wingsuit yeah and just flying down it's not as maneuverable as the wingsuit no um but you can you can save your life a lot <laughs> from that uh and yeah and like nate was talking about the other day and that's when i got that kill he's like can you shoot while you're yeah. gliding on the ground i'm like no that, that's dumb you can't do that uh <laughs> but you can if you've yeah. got a gun you can shoot while you're free falling and i think they're going to change this because i think it's broken uh at least with the pistol you can down someone in about four or five shots while you're gliding at the start of that game which is what i did as soon as he told me you could pull your gun out i was like no way and that game i got a kill from yeah i just pulled my shoot waited for the guy to go past cut it and then started shooting him while he was gliding in the yeah. air it was way too easy to kill him um so i think they'll i don't mind having that once you get a proper primary because i think that's a risk reward type thing but at the start of the game that is dumb like if you've got an entire team following one person that's a huge advantage yeah yeah uh um, like it sounds funny it's funny to have it happen but from a gameplay perspective i think it's not good uh no i, I like yeah it's it's amusing but it 
it if that starts be, happening like, to continue. me, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, exactly. Right, like because I can't see behind. It's funny me. when it's not me. Yeah, it's very difficult to see what's going on. And I've found that our gliding technique, we seem to have landed on the proper gliding technique, or at least a good gliding technique before a lot of other people. And so hmm. I've I've noticed that we are often coming into land first first which has got me worried yeah exactly right like shit especially today because i don't know if you've seen it but there's a reddit post up where somebody has killed someone while gliding right like done what i've done so and it's up there (laughs) i'm like great it's over now yeah a everybody knows about this and b i could have made a bunch of reddit gold (laughs) yep yeah um there's one other thing that i want to see change the power um apart from the parachuting system is the heartbeat sensor i picked up a heartbeat sensor last night uh that's broken that needs to be limited to like a time use or something because at this stage you can just use it as much as you want and uh you pull that thing out and sit in the corner and relay information to your team exactly where someone is really fucking hell within 50 meters it's fucked it's broken because uh, there's no limit on how much you can use it. So I think if there's like a time limit, some sort of gauge of like runs out of battery or something like that, that's that'd be a good change. Yep. Um, but for the yeah. most part, like, yeah, I think it's super solid. There's so much cool stuff going on Yeah. Um, in that game that is a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited to play a lot more. Um, yeah. Um, my first game, I got a win straight off the bat. Yeah. Which was, I was playing with uh, two other guys and they said that it was their second game uh yeah we went ham i think we got like 15 kills you know for our first game we got we did all right um but yeah it was so cool like trying to learn what the game was trying to get us to do um we were getting like people in and out of uh respawns and uh yeah it was just such a you know cool first experience like learning this game like that's the stuff that really hits home how good these types of games are when you have an experience like that yeah um so yeah it's been a good run so far i think i'm i'm around about a 50 percent win ratio at this stage of us playing i think we've got about five wins or something four or five wins out of like eight or nine games you no no not if you're playing with me no no i've got i've won two games those first two games i think i've carried a couple people maybe my first two games I won, and I we went back to one back to back games. Back to back, um, yeah. First win was fucking sick. Uh, we had no idea. I had no idea what we were doing. Uh huh. <laughs> I was I was so lost, and we were literally lying in, in a fucking road behind a basically a curb, <laughs> hmm. trying to stay in cover, and it worked somehow. Um, and we got that fucking win. That was sick. Uh, and then the second the win second one's the RPG guy. Oh my god, that one was fucked. The second one, we were cooked. We landed at Dam because it's a Battlefield Five Firestorm special. You always win when you land at Dam, and the, the trend continues in Warzone. Um, but uh, yeah, this this dude had you pick them up. They they come with one rocket. You pick up rockets one at a time. I could not understand what the fuck was going on because he kept having more rockets <laughs> and he just he must have fired fuck he so i got a, a fucking i got a thing 
like a accolade or whatever. Like it comes up and it's like, congratulations. <laughs> rockets and survive. <laughs> Basically, it was like, get downed and revive three times in one game. I'm like, fuck me. I never want, like, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't want that fucking, that's not an achievement. I don't want to fucking know about that. Don't tell me this. I want to get rid of it. I don't yeah, want people to know. Yeah, no, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, we were getting fucking pants by this one dude just fucking chunking rockets through this fucking yeah. window. Like, non-stop. And I'm like, alright. And then I'd get up. And I'd tr like, you would get me back up, or Nate would get me back up, and I'd run to the fucking stairwell to try to fucking escape. And he'd fucking, <laughs> another rocket up the fucking ass. I'm like, for the love of Christ. And I'd get up the fucking stairs, and suddenly the fucking rocket comes in up through the fucking stairs. I'm like, you're fucking joking. You are joking. <laughs> anyway, we all ate so much fucking rockets on that fucking, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that specific one, that when we... Like, we went into the last circles with no armor. Like, no armor. Yeah. Uh, and we, they, we were killing people, and they yeah. had no armor. Yeah. And they, they weren't dropping armor, and we're like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, yeah, it was bananas. That game was hectic as fuck. Because it felt like, yeah, we were under the pump the entire time. Uh, and, like, we finally managed, like, we're like, he must be out of rockets. Right, like he's fired like 700 fucking rockets. I think he can't possibly have any more. So we finally go and assault his building, and he's not there. He like picked that he exact left. moment to fucking run. Yeah. Uh, and we must have chased him for a fair fucking while as well. No, that was that was a good game. We had a fucking, we had some good stuff in that one. That was good. Yeah. Uh, um, just uh, I wanted to add about kill streaks. Uh, I, I'd I'd like to see them change the kill streaks a little bit. I, I think they should stay in the game because they're very entertaining. Um, but I think you shouldn't be able to use them on like the second or third last circle. Like there should be a point where you can't call them in anymore. Maybe when the gulag ends. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't want to see the games at the end start being like who's got the UAVs or who's got the the most cluster strikes or airstrikes. It, it should be a gunfight at that stage. Yeah, um, the UAVs in particular, I think, are like give so much away. So much information, yeah. uh, and the, I think the the alternative, like the problem, then is making like trying to work out how, like, what value they have because maybe when the gulag closes, that's a bit early. Maybe like one circle later, they should mm. be locked off but yeah like the the circle's still pretty big when the gulag closes oh, okay uh yeah. but yeah like they they definitely have to be locked off but this it's a challenge it's a balancing act to make it still worth getting uh kill streaks because i think you want to be able to you know deal with people who are up on a fucking building or something you want to be able to fucking bomb off the building or whatever but yeah yeah, you, you got. But you don't want six teams where everyone's got cluster strikes just f clustering the entire yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like um, once people figure out a weird meta, then it's just going to be a nightmare. I feel like if maybe maybe kills, it won't be. Do killstreaks okay. do friendly fire damage? They definitely do. They damage yourself. Not sure, but if you made them do that, that'd probably change things up a fair amount because you wouldn't be able to risk going danger close too much. Yeah, um, we can try it. I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, just a thought I had. Um, I don't know. Is there much else to say about that that mode? That I don't think so. Um, probably talk about it a lot. Oh, absolutely. Up. Yeah. yeah, I did check out the other mode. So that was Battle Royale that we just talked about. There's oh, yeah. a second mode in there called Plunder, um, yeah. which uses the exact same map, uh, same sort of... Oh, I just want to say, before the game actually starts in Battle Royale and in Plunder, you get put into a team deathmatch mm. and you can um, get kills and all that sort of stuff. The game kind of gives you a random gun and the yeah. kills that you get in the warm-up round uh, is ex- you own experience for. So that's, I think so smart <laughs> again like you're yeah. you're you're using guns that you don't normally maybe use and you're getting experience for those weapons and you're leveling them up and that that's a really solid idea um so plunder is a, a trios again where you have to land and get cash which are out of these crates or spread out throughout the world and um you uh you're able to carry this cash around and there are sites around the place that you can deposit cash. A uh, helicopter will come. Very similar to like a, I guess, a division. Uh, kind That's of what it reminds yeah. me of. Like extract, extracting this cash. And once you do that, it goes into your bank. And uh, you're good to go. Uh, the, the, the gameplay here is that you can eliminate other teams. And they'll drop their cash if they haven't banked it. And you can steal it from them. Um, there is stuff in the game where it will mark the highest teams. on. I think it's the highest three teams on the map and tell you their locations and you can then go and hunt those teams and uh, try and get their cash from them. So if you're like coming, I don't know, third or something and the, the, the team that's first is or fourth, if you're coming fourth and the, 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 there's a team that's near you that's coming top three, you can go hunt those guys and uh, steal their cash and maybe get you in a like a better, you know, maybe even first, first place if they're doing really well. Um, so... Yeah, it's using the same sort of map. Um, if you die, you get respawned back in after about, I don't know, 15 seconds, you drop back in. And um, yeah, that's basically how that system works. There's a limit on how much, uh, I think it's a million dollars, how much money you can actually make. But from there, it is, um, yeah, first team to a million. And then there's some sort of countdown where once it gets really close, and I think they maybe they need to extract it, there's like a bonus that shows up and you get bonus money and uh, it'll show you on the map exactly where this team is that's winning and so everybody can then go for them and try and stop them from from beating the game um but yeah it's it's like an interesting event mode i guess but it's not an event mode it's like an actual yeah. <laughs> thing that's in the game so i definitely think that's something we should jump in and check out because um, right. i played my first game before with some uh the game has crossplay. i was playing with two xbox guys yep. and it was their first they, for whatever reason, they they decided to play Plunder as opposed to Battle Royale. Uh, so it's their first game in the entire thing. And uh, we came, we're coming uh, first or second for most of it. Yep. And then we got to a point where we got uh, ambushed by a team and they came and stole everything. Oh. And we, uh, we dropped down to third place and a different team ended up winning that game. But um, yeah, like that stuff was really cool. We were having a lot. I know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I don't know if it was like the type of game where i'm like i don't play this from now on um i definitely prefer the battle royale but it's cool little mode that sort of um is there and i feel like it should be more of an event mode as opposed to something that's like splitting the community up um if that makes sense like kind of like what apex is doing so yeah yeah so i don't know 
I enjoyed it. It was fun, cool. that one game that I played. Interesting sort of spin on it. But otherwise, I think uh, we'll definitely be talking about this a lot more because I, uh, I really like it a lot. Um, it's, it's sort of a in-between of Apex and PUBG. Like, the time to kill is not as long as PUBG. Sorry, as Apex, but it's not as short as PUBG. It's sort of in the middle somewhere. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll All right. Is, is that it? Should we jump into some news quickly? Yep. Yep. There's a lot of news on here. Uh, let's go up with the first, I guess, the, the first big one, which is E3 has been officially cancelled. Uh, Fuck that shit. Who cares? Show. The NBA season has been suspended. It's over. Really? Yes. It's oh, wow. just been announced. 20 minutes ago. Okay. That's insane. Fuck everything. Wow. Fucking E3 cancelled. Fuck it. I wonder what happens here. Does that mean we had DeMarcus Cousins back? This is... Oh my this is God. terrible. Um, yeah, so about three... Or, uh, just before we started this podcast, San Francisco announced that they were um, suspending all events or banning all events that had more than a thousand people gathering. So the Warriors pulled uh, their Warriors games. Yep which well they weren't pulling the games they were going to can't close the stadium off to public um to stop people from coming in so that was something the warriors did but yeah i didn't see this at all until just then yeah that's huge news i don't even know what to what they do now what what do they do i don't why can't they just have it without people in stadiums they want to make money uh i yeah i don't know uh also tom hanks and rita wilson are the uh, 99th and 100th people <laughs> to uh, be confirmed to have coronavirus in Australia? <laughs> Tom Hanks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tommy Boy. Guess he's not so big now. That's that's harsh. There's um, one here that says Rudy Gobert has tested positive. And he was touching all the mics and shit. Yeah. What a fucking clown patrol. <clears throat> Fair enough. I didn't uh, see any of this. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Um, There's one here that says Mark Cuban finds out the NBA has suspended the season. I'm definitely watching that soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to watch <laughs> that. That's fucking amazing. I love it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, E3 has uh, officially been cancelled. Um, <clears throat> we were talking about this a few weeks back, but I, I, yeah, I think that uh, this is a huge blow to them. They're gonna feel it extremely hard next year because I think this will be the point where publishers realize that they don't need E3, that they can yeah. do an E3, do it digitally, and it's not really going to be a, a huge thing for them. Uh, they can still have events where they um, get media out there to play this stuff, but in terms of their presence at this sort of event, I don't think they. Uh, I think it's going to really open their eyes up quite a bit as to what E3 is for them. Uh, yeah, it's it's like, it's going to be rough for E3 uh, next year. I like, I think they're going to struggle to put one together because, yeah, this is, this is all publishers needed, really, was a reason. Like, I don't think they needed, they just needed an excuse, right? An excuse to bail out and this is what they're getting. It's such a, this would have been such a big year as well for E3 
it's easy to say that you know it was dying and everyone was pulling out already and all that stuff but because new consoles are on well are theoretically on the horizon were on the horizon um yeah because of that it would have been a huge opportunity for people to get their first hands on with these consoles and now they won't and yeah that's fucked uh that's crazy um they're they're done now like without new consoles next year i don't know what the fuck they're gonna that that was their big opportunity that was their big chance to remind everyone why e3 is so, so important air quotes but uh without it they're fucked it's over stunned yeah, yeah. Um, let it go the other news that i've got out of here is that uh kotaku reported that um warner brothers were going to do their own stream for, or their own conference for the first time yep. um so it sounds like they'll be reevaluating how they do that uh and the rumor is they're going to be talking about their new batman game or two new right. batman games uh, which is the rocksteady one um and the other one was the warner brothers montreal uh, which is the one they've been teasing for they've been doing activision marketing on that one um well at least they've been teasing something and right. uh yeah. and this harry potter game this triple a harry potter game apparently um but other than that it sounds like a bunch of the publishers are going to go digital uh, microsoft said they're going to be doing some stuff um so i mean i don't think it's going to be a huge blow for them but for at least the publishers we're still going to get all those big reveals they're just going to be delivered a lot differently not, not yeah. even that they'll still be delivered in the same format i guess the just same format have a crowd there yeah like i mean it sucks for you because you probably could have gone but it's not really going to be a yeah. big change to me maybe yeah. we could live stream it we can do that maybe um all right so they i don't know if that'll be postponed i like i don't see an e3 at the end of the year that's not the type of show they do so no i think it's done for this year i got an like... email today saying that um gamescom online ticket shop is now open oh yeah <laughs> which They're, i felt europe's like, like fuck you it was like a incredible fucking <laughs> fuck you e3 um, yeah yeah um yeah. Continuing off of that, uh, Microsoft said they're going to be talking about the Xbox Series X next week, which was when GDC was supposed to be happening. Um, I got an email about this because I was supposed to be going to a bunch of GDC events um, next next week, and Xbox was one of them. Uh, But instead, they're going to be hosting some live streams. um, So you can expect them to reveal some... uh, I'm not going to say they're going to be revealing Xbox Series X games there, but they'll be doing some Xbox games for sure on that stream um so keep an eye out for for that one that'll be on uh streaming services sometime next week so i'm sure we'll hear more about what whatever's going on with xbox series x and again whether or not these consoles are going to hit this year because it's going to be some big news soon yeah um next up we've got I, i put the geforce now stuff in here uh, we haven't really touched on this. It's been sort of trickling over the last two or three weeks. Publishers pulling out of this GeForce Now subscription yeah. service, which is a cloud-based service that ties into your Steam library. And uh, you're then able to take those games and play them on a powerful computer and stream them to your PC. So yep. 
you know you may have an underpowered pc that can't run the games at the highest settings but uh geforce has these uh, cloud computers somewhere that are able to do that for you and what's going on in here is a bunch of publishers saying no you can't do that and they're withdrawing their games from this service or they're they're not allowing geforce to let people play those games <clears throat> um i think this is a super interesting thing to talk about because it becomes this weird thing of who is in the right yeah. or like who owns your game when you buy it what the publishers are saying is that when you buy your game you don't own it you can't yeah. do what you want with it um yeah. we want you to play it on the service you bought it on and that is it it's kind of like uh I don't know buying a cd yeah and not being able to play it on the device you play you you know you bought it for you need to play it on a specific thing or you can't listen to listen to it there like on this place you bought it for or, or like if you bought a cd and put it on your computer and then it was like oh well now that it's in winamp you can only listen to it in winamp yeah right like it's locked to winamp it's a Winamp CD now. Yeah. Did your fucking doorbell just go off? Yeah. Weird. Um, yeah, right? Like, it's... it's That's it, right? You don't own... It, it, we understand this, the music's still on the CD, but it is locked to your Winamp now. You can't mm-hmm. play it in fucking iTunes. Uh, you can't stream it from iTunes, like Google Play Music onto your phone, which is literally how I do all of my music. Uh, I upload it onto my fucking Google Play music account and then play it on my phone. Um, yeah. Oh, except for stuff that gets released on Google Play music because then I just add it to my library without having to pay for it a bit or having to buy it anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's... It, it is pretty fucking bananas. Obviously, I think what they want is a piece of the pie but i think they're double dipping Mm. if like it's only going from stuff that i've already paid for right like i was never probably never going to use it or not going to use it for a while anyway but uh yeah like yeah it's double dipping in my opinion they're they're taking the piss uh i do understand the argument that nvidia probably should have asked people first sure uh, but I don't think it makes it okay to remove it entirely uh, or mm. never come back to the party. Uh, yeah, they're, it's it's a bit of a fucking rip job. I don't understand how there isn't been hasn't been a bigger stink about it. I didn't really notice it until late last week. But yeah, it's some shit, right? Like they just so I guess we don't own our games. Like it's my Steam library. I don't fucking understand. Yeah, I guess it's similar to you renting a computer, right? If you yeah. rent a computer because you're like, oh, I want to play it on a high-powered computer. Yeah. That's basically the service that yeah. that GeForce is offering. Yeah. How yeah. is that any different? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, it's it's. I think it's. I think it's nuts that. And you've got like indie developers that are coming out. The uh, who was it? The Long Dark. The developers yeah. of the Long Dark came out and said that they've asked for their game to be removed. That's I don't know, man. I don't agree with it at all. I think that that dude's a yeah. fucking dickhead. Anyway, he, I remember when reviews came out and he fucking started launching into people who said his game wasn't the fucking best, best thing ever. He can go mm. fuck himself forever. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I feel like that um, GeForce Now is uh, it could be it's probably dead at this stage. But I appreciate what they were trying to do. Uh, I just think that publishers being extremely greedy at this stage. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't understand how they have a a leg to stand on. I guess. I, this this is one of those ones where you need that fucking remember that gaming lawyer who was all over the place a couple of years ago I don't know how big he is anymore but yeah he was he's like, on Reddit I think still right well that it'd be a fucking perfect time for him to come out and explain exactly how the fuck this is okay because it's oh well, it's okay because you don't own the games you buy Joe like it's in yeah. the Eulers when you fire them off like say it just make him say it explicitly I guess yeah draw yeah. us a picture Anyway, I just thought we'd mention that because it's something that's been dragging on for a couple of weeks and we've never really talked about it. I always see it and I'm like, nah, we, whatever. Um, next up, we've got The Last of Us getting HBO series. Uh, I don't know, like I'm, I'm like, oh, whatever about Last of Us, but it's being developed by Neil Druckmann, the creative director on The Last of Us and uh, Uncharted Games over at Naughty Dog. Uh, but it's also being showrun by... Craig Mazin, who did Chernobyl, who wrote yeah. and showrun Chernobyl. Yeah. I don't know if you've... Did you see Chernobyl? I watched it all. It was, yeah, it's an amazing TV show. And if they want to do a HBO series, go yeah. nuts. I'm all for it. I'm in, yeah. Oh, 1,000%. I will watch it, yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'll probably watch it week to week. I'm like a dumb... Yeah. As long as he, it's actually him behind it and not like... They're just attaching the name to it, like because yeah. that dude feel. I feel like he could do whatever he wants after doing that series, right? Yeah, true. And he's picked <laughs> the Last of Us. I thought he. I thought he had something else in the works. If I'm being honest, does he? Craig, let me check it out. Um, maybe he was doing a movie or something. So see, oh, he's doing Borderlands screenplay. Maybe that's what. It, no, that can't be it. And. Uh, the untitled Pirates of the Caribbean six film. It's uh, he's hard shifted somewhere else. And Cowboy Ninja Viking, of course. Yeah. Uh, Wait, he wrote The Hangover, part two. Yeah. Did you no, not know did. this? So he went from making writing, basically, not garbage, but like scary movie three and four. Yeah. So those are the. Those are the good scary movies, but uh, yeah, like not well received films. And yeah, uh, yeah he's, he's someone sent him an angry to... email saying, "You write shit films." Like, I'll fucking show you. And he, show them he did. Yeah, superhero movie. He should be. I can't believe he got work after superhero movie because fuck, fuck superhero movie. That's such a big turn. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. Anyway, uh, hopefully we get that, the Chernobyl uh, showrunner and not the uh, <laughs> the scary movie showrunner. No, hey, if you talk shit about scary movie 3 and 4 one more time, it's fucking long. Okay, I'm sorry. Those films are fucking good, okay? Yeah. They got some good bits. Some fucking classic bits. Yeah. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is getting a PC release, which will be in the next, uh, it's summer over here, so around June, September. Right. Um, I like these moves that Sony's doing, because they're starting to put some of their, their first party games out on PC. Um, 
which is something that sort of Microsoft is already doing, like, they, but they're doing a day and release. So, I mean, if Sony was to jump in there and start doing this stuff, I think it'd be great. Yeah, like, it's, it's just a solid plan. Um, this one, especially these things sell, benefit really well from a PC release as well, because uh, I think the um, the I like just the capacity for people to do stuff to look in, take apart the engine and and dig it apart and see what they can do with it. I think it'll be really cool. There's so much to love about Horizon Zero Dawn and I think a PC mm. release will just launch it to an even bigger audience than it already had, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it could also be another way for, um, I guess, people to get excited about whatever Guerrilla Games is working on next because it's, uh, it's been uh, since 2017. Week, uh- it's been a while yeah so that whatever they're doing is uh, probably going to show Zero off. Dawn to launch title PS5 yeah yep yep um next up we got a Ghost of Tsushima release date which will be June 26 this is the uh ninja game from uh Sucker Punch Sucker Punch yeah mm, yeah yeah which uh looks pretty interesting um I'm still not sure what to make of the combat in the game. I don't think they've really talked about it much, but no, uh, yeah, uh, that's the kind of thing that's got me worried. But otherwise, like the the style of it is sick. <laughs> looks <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> so it looks um, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a June release. That'll be they've that game's probably ready to go. If they're saying June, then I feel like they'll hit that. Yep. Um, Three months from now. Uh, yeah, and I think they have to hit that so that it's out soon enough that it doesn't get overshadowed by the PS5 release. That's always the concern at, you know, when we come into this sort new, of stuff, yeah. New console launch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so next up, I jot, jotted this one in here because I, I had a look into it. Uh, the Valve Index VR, which we talked about last week, was going to be going on uh, sale again after being out of stock for a really long time uh, and it sold through before it went on release on uh, the time they said it was so I, I actually was up uh, during that time and I jumped onto the market the market store yep. before it was supposed to the time they put on yeah. and it had a six to eight week uh, shipping date on it already wow Jesus so people all you needed to do to order it at that stage was click the order now button and it would it would come up and say we've processed your order thank you blah blah and that was it you would go into a, a thing and then later on you get an email asking you to confirm all your order details and that sort of thing right um, I don't know how many they had to sell but it was gone before it, like a long time it seemed like before uh, maybe an hour maybe half an hour before that that time yeah. they specified it was going up for for sale again um, yeah. I, I think this is a problem because this is their like flagship release for this hardware. Like this yep. is the thing that is supposed to be like this is why people want VR, and I think they fucked it by not having the hardware available. It's a game that's coming out in two weeks, and they're saying it's going to be two months shipping on it on the hardware. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like they, I just don't understand how they've whiffed this as hard as they have. You know, like if they obviously hardware can, it's, they're not a hardware company right but yeah. still 
This is but supposed you can't, to be the big you can't move, buy right? like you can't buy an Oculus like they're sold out. You can't like people want to play this stuff, this this game, and there's no hardware for it. You can get the hardware. You're gonna have to pay an extra three hundred dollars US to try and find it because that's how much people have jacked up prices in like your um your Best Buy or whatever. But you can't buy it from like an official store. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just like causing weird issues with scalping and people trying to sell it like high high prices on this stuff um i just think that that if they wanted to do it properly they should have had they should have announced the release date a long time before um not i think it was what november last year december and the thing has been on like not purchable you haven't been able to buy it since then and whatever um production channels they've got going for this thing is nowhere near enough yeah yeah but and, and it's clear that the demand is there based on how much the scalpers are able to skyrocket the prices i should i sell mine and yeah create a Why, nest egg for you know when the world ends when yeah the apocalypse like i'm not off. i'm not into i don't know how this stuff works entirely but in my mind you would put a list together of people like pre-order it put your pre-order list in um or your order list in and then figure out how much people want this and then go to manufacturing plants like and be like we, this is what we need and you know maybe it's not just at one plant maybe you've got to have it signed in multiple but the fact that they had it sold out like you couldn't order it so they didn't know how many people wanted this thing they were just like not taking orders and so you get to a point where they put the thing back on order and you can't buy it <laughs> you still can't buy it they're looking like a two-month wait maybe more um I think it's just yeah. handled extremely badly. Oh, one hundred percent. And I don't know if it's Eric's fault, but it's somebody's fault over there. Let's not blame Eric on this one. Okay, he gets a lot of stick, but <laughs> this one isn't on Eric. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that game's out in what two weeks? Yeah, just over two weeks. Uh, it looks sick. They've released more videos of it. Mm. Um, it just I'm, sucks. I'm that there's going to be. I'm on complete blackout now, so I don't see yeah. anything. Uh, yeah. But, it's yeah. just uh it's disappointing that like that 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 game will use certain features that not all of the vr kits will have like your hand yeah. uh, finger index um registry and all that sort of stuff so um you know unless you've got the latest and greatest uh or the the add-ons that you can buy for this stuff then you're mm-hmm. going to be missing out on certain bits and pieces so have you got the finger tracking stuff on on no. yours no I mean, not even kit, kit. what have you got oculus I've got the uh, Vive One, Vive, right? You you yeah. can't buy like updated controllers or anything because I think that's how I, Oculus works. No, I could. <laughs> oh, I could I could get index controllers and use them with my Vive, but you can't buy them. It's not oh, yeah. possible. Right. Yeah. Have you tried? Have you tried ordering them last Monday? Uh, I I was uh, too too slow. <laughs> uh, yeah, with my time travel yeah anyway yeah. um all right that is the news any questions joe that Ooh. you can see because let's have a squiz i don't know if there was i didn't see, i didn't see the thing come up i didn't see any come no either. no questions well that's all fine right. because we've been gone for nearly four hours now it's a long one all right yeah, yeah. that's a long one all right, that's the show. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places. You can search for The Gap, the GA Podcast, The Gap Podcast, 
uh, should come up. Please, if you've got a moment, please uh, rate and review the show. Helps other people find it. Shows up on their feed. Uh, if you would like to send us questions, you can do so. The Podcast at gmail.com. Go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, leave us questions in there. Uh, or ask Joe what he's doing with his eyebrows. One of those two things. You can also find our social media, facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast. You can go to our YouTube page, which is thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. You can watch our uh, our eyebrows doing weird things on the screen. Doing so many things. Last week, we put up some uh, game footage of a bunch of stuff that Job had played. Um, we put up some Warhammer Vermintide 2 footage. I put up some Desperados 3. I put up some Man Eater footage. I nice. think that is it off the top of my head. Cool. Looks like it. Um, so Chuck I'll try and get Warzone. some... I'll try and get some Call of Duty Warzone up there. I'm having issues recording footage for some reason. I can send you really, online. Which is really... Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yep. Um, and then... What else have I got? I don't think I've got any Ori footage. But anyway. Maybe I might have some Left 4 Dead footage. I'll have to check. Anyway, but you can watch this on YouTube. It's uh, It's good fun. It'll chew through your bandwidth, though, because it's, it's like a five gigabyte episode, each one. It's pretty big. Um, but it's the only way to experience this in 3D. 3D? It's not in 3D. It's not in 3D. No. That's, you know, but, legal for uh, you, you can go to our website, which is thegapodcast.com. You can find links to all the things we talked about on the show today, including past episodes of the show. Um, you can also... Uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to help support the show. Go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Uh, we appreciate everyone that does that every month. It helps us pay we do. the bills. And um, the is there anything you'd like to pimp out this week? Obviously, you put up a review on the website. Yeah, go have a look at that review. Um, it's pretty good, I think. I don't know. Uh, it's good. some good work. I edited it myself. I didn't get anyone else to have a look at it. So uh, it's always a risk. Uh, but figured i'd chuck it up um it's even got a gif in it so yeah have a look at that uh and yeah uh nothing yet i've put uh hopefully doing some warzone writing some writing about warzone but cool. i have to wait and see how that goes yeah yeah um, awesome what about you what do you got nothing everything i've right. been do- supposed to be doing has been cancelled so yeah <laughs> cool. at this stage i'm looking for a new job somewhere else not in, go- in game show uh what about or basketball in, yeah basketball <laughs> well basketball so idea. yeah two of the things that <laughs> my biggest passions aren't happening anymore so that's good <laughs> yeah um you can find me on twitter.com slash luke Laurie. and me Joby Jojo. Jojo yep yeah awesome cool. that is it for this week uh we'll be back next week uh doom is out next week um, so hopefully we can is, talk about that. Is it next week? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Cool. Alright, well we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. Um and some more Call of Duty Warzone. Jump in the Discord if you want to play some Call of Duty Warzone. We had a bunch of people in there last night. Uh, fortunately I was busy with other stuff and uh Joe wasn't around, but he showed up eventually. We played some games. Mm. Yep. Thanks everyone listening. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>